Peace and Black Power. Peace and Black Power. Peace and Black Power. I am Josh Rogers. I am Brian Hare. And these are your two favorite friendly hotel Casa Negros for this month. And this is another episode of the Jigsaw Podcast where we talk about the craziest puzzle piece ever created. But in particular, we talk about the perils, the praises, the productivity, and the public circumstance of being black millennials trying to figure this thing called life out. Brian, my yes. good brother. Yes. My nigga in skin. Yes. How are you? <laughs> uh, as always, it's a great day to be black. Oh, uh, yes. It's in Black History Month, so it's even that much greater. Um, as the great Dr. Lamar Johnson would say, uh, we probably should have played this in the last week's episode. Yeah. Um, black Queens Forever, Snow Bunnies Never. <laughs> <laughs> black Queens Forever, Snow Bunnies Never. <laughs> what? Get, he, get, he gives me joy. <laughs> black Queens Forever, Snow Bunnies Never. <laughs> I thought he was so mad at Brunny. <laughs> oh, oh man! So how are you continuing? I see that you're uh, you're nail you down. Listen, girl down, girl down. <laughs> I got you know. I'm a Diggs boy today, or what Diggs yo boy baby. always? Yo My baby, God. yo baby, yo. Um, you know, it's just yeah, how you how your shoulders feeling? <laughs> Tight. <laughs> Monday was back day, and today was chest and shoulders. And My God, I don't even know. I'm I am wore out. Mm. I am wore out. So if, I, so if I play wipe me down right now, you ain't gonna be able to do nothing. No, nothing but wipe my shoulders down. Wow, okay. literally. Okay. <laughs> One of those. Can I tell you something mm-hmm. that I was going to um I was going to expose to the world? So I became a plant a plant zaddy. Okay. This year. Oh, congratulations! But I'm looking at it right now, and um she's dying. <laughs> so oh. I might have to start it over. I had yeah. a great name for her and everything. Real black. Real black. Okay, what was it? I'm a red leaf bomb. I'm a red leaf bomb. Okay. <laughs> I'm a red leaf bomb. You know, I love a name. I know. <laughs> I'm a red leaf bomb. Got it you going on. Love, you know, I love a name. She's withering up. So I know, <laughs> and I got one that said Little Water, mm-hmm. Mid Midlight. Mm-hmm. And I just, I'm like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> so I'm going <laughs> to give it up. I'm going to give up and get when she down, I give up the ghost. I mm-hmm. wanted some fresh, you know, foliage in here to clear the yeah. air. Is it a is it a low light uh, plant? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah. So do you and do you have windows? I'm about, to, I'm about to get a cactus next. Yes. Is it by <laughs> window? It is by window, and I open up my window sometimes to you know mm-hmm. to put it directly there every now because it sits like on my shelf. Uh huh. So you know during the day I put it so I can get a little light, but it just ain't doing right. I'm, I'm a, before I before she officially dies, I'm gonna do some research on how to. Bring get her back. Get it going. Okay. Yeah, get it going. Yeah, because I, I know my, you a plant daddy. I am. I am. I have several. I have five uh, plant children, um, mm-hmm. and one of them was actually was dying uh, because I had my back window closed because mm-hmm. I was just I was just I didn't want the light and it was getting hot or whatever. So mm-hmm. I ended up closing the, the um closing the window and within like a matter of like weeks it started wilting. Opened the window back up and then sure enough, that the Lord works. She just. Brought it back to life. I said, "Look, I got." Ain't that what God'll do? He he does these things. Ain't that what God'll do? He does it. My he God. does it. My God. Oh, so you know we talked about you people last week. Yeah, we did. And I have some new thoughts. Okay. I didn't rewatch it. Okay. But I pondered on it again. I think 
I have, I think, issues with, um, what's his name? Jo- Jonah Hill? Well, yes, but I'm talking about the black man first. The creator. Eddie Murphy. Kenya Bears. Kenya Bears. I knew okay. it was a, I knew it was a country. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because I feel like he made Jonah Hill the great white height. I'm going to tell okay. you why. Okay, go for it. At, at no point in the film did we address the fact that that man lied to Lauren London from the time he met her until the time they got married. Okay. He was How a perpetual liar. He lied about everything. Mm-hmm. He also called his mom to the carpet, but he never really explained how he was connected and fell in love with black culture. Mm-hmm. And they started to address a little bit when he went on that, that first date with the Jewish girl. She was like, you are a rich Jewish dude from Hollywood or Beverly Hills, wherever she says from. What do you know about the culture? Mm-hmm. And even when she asked, he was like, the culture. And so he's a sneaker. Like all these affinities that he has, he's we see him with no black friends outside of his mm-hmm. podcast host. Uh-huh. He didn't go to HBCU. Like we know nothing about his quote unquote appreciation for black culture. So it's mm-hmm. really given appropriation. And um. where is this coming from? Yeah, they never you know de- they never dug into it. They that. never dealt with it, and then and because he lied so much, it's almost like are you are you really authentic, or is this just something that you like? Ooh, this is you know what I'm saying. Is it really like, like is, it, is it a fetish? Yeah, is it, is it a fetish? Yeah. And I think because he used some of the language and was able to kind of tap into culture in such a way that it didn't trigger anything for Lauren mm-hmm. London, but at the same time, I really feel like. He he I think he got a lot of passes and we were made to feel bad for him in ways that we should not have. And I'm gonna go back to the bachelor party. Now, Eddie Murphy should not have been at that man's bachelor party. Mm-mm. But I also think like in what world is it okay that this man does cocaine like that? Right. Like, and not just <laughs> like having fun, oh, I popped one. Like you were just there last year and doo-dooed on yourself. Mm-hmm. You the one with the connect. Yeah. Like you- you're an you're an active cocaine user. Right. Like, and I think, and like, and I'm not here to judge, but like, bro, I, I feel like his white, his the privilege of his whiteness got so many passes in this movie. Mm-hmm. And it was positioned to make us feel bad for him. Like Eddie Murphy was like super hard mm-hmm. versus, and you know how I feel about these dads who in the, the portrayal of them, but I really feel like he was looking up outside of some of his like extra stuff. He was looking out for his daughter in ways that would have gave, I think, anybody pause. Mm-hmm. And the fact, and it was, I, so many things came back to my mind. Yeah. Like, you burned a Kofi from Farrakhan. Yeah. And they made light of, like, I think in real life, bro, that wouldn't have been a light moment. It's, yeah. I don't know. I just feel like, I know there has to be a villain and a, and a hero, <clears throat> and I feel like we were made to uplift Jonah Hill in a way that his entire his character should not have had that level of so much grace yeah 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 but you know Kenya Barris loves the interracial love story I know um and they also <laughs> love to paint when it comes to you know interracial folks not interracial folks but I'm gonna say uh biracial folks they love to try to you know I'm not black enough I'm not white enough and the black people treated me so bad because I wasn't black enough, right? You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think Kenya kind of plays to some of those things of, you know, you know, black people can be racist too. You know, like that whole, you know what I'm saying? That whole yeah. that whole thing. Um, yeah. And 
It, it can kind of get annoying. Shout yeah. out to Kenya Barris, but I'm just saying. So, right. I mean, I mean, it was. I still, I still would rate the movie the way I rated it. But mm-hmm. I think looking back on it, I'm just like, you know. And if this is a spoiler alert for y'all, it's been out almost a month at this point. Go watch the dang on movie. Right, right. right. Um, and, I, and I feel like the friend Mo probably could have went a little deeper. Yes. And just kind of let him know, like, nigga, you don't. Even though you have a podcast about the culture, and you love the culture. You don't know the culture. You don't know the. You're culture. You're not from the culture, and you never will understand the culture. Like you know, what I'm saying, like there's and, things and, and you never understand. That's my other part. I feel like, like he's so removed. Like you, you grew up in Cali, where it's more of a melting pot. There are some mm-hmm. white people who literally grow up in predominantly black neighborhoods. Mm-hmm. So, and not to say that they get an extra pass, but some of their affinity for the culture is rooted in the fact that that's what they grew up around. That's who they know. That's who they're friends. Like when he went to his bachelor party. Bro, there were no black people. Mm-mm. Like so, so I'm just really trying. Where's this line that connects yeah. you other than TV? Yeah, and and that's the thing is like you love the culture, <laughs> right? And and if anything, it's kind of like the white kids living in the suburbs who fell in love with hip hop, mm-hmm. right? And then within hip hop culture, I think hip hop culture really is the the genesis to a lot of white folks' culture or not culture, white folks. Um, fascination with black culture mm-hmm. it's hip-hop right the clothing footwear um mm-hmm. all that stuff right mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. and i think that's what it was he fell in love with hip-hop and then he wants everything a part of that culture and then i think there's even some nuanced thing that they probably didn't even talk about like lauren london never had like a bonnet or anything on ever talked about you know so they never really delve into Mm-hmm. Like the understanding, like of her culture, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah, no, it was true, never true, true, true. Uh, uh, trying to figure out. Like I before then, had he ever dated black girls before then? Like I don't remember if that was the case. And if this was his first black girl, like you know, how did he learn? Like that, you know what I'm saying? Like it's yeah. How did he you know? know? But you, you know what? I really feel like it may not have been one because I think at one moment when Mo was her name. Yeah, the friend. Yeah. So when Mo was like, "Oh, you shoot, you got a black girl." Like she yeah. was, he was shocked. I think on one end he was able to pull a black girl, but that level of shock means that this ain't something he's done before. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So like, if, if I don't know, and I felt like those were big holes because like in temple in some like okay, so let's look at the Bernie Mac version of it. And I don't mm-hmm. want to go too deep. Yeah, I think the Ashton Kutcher Zoe Saldana was different because like she fell in love with a a white man. Mm-hmm. Right, and I feel like you know he was a white, just a lily white man. Lily, right? So yeah. I feel, and I'm not saying that it's different. I think the difference is was right. Bernie Mac's character grew up in like a very sub, like typical suburb, not not Baldwin Hill suburb, like suburb yeah. suburb. So she grew up around white people. She yeah. probably went to a PWI, you know, maybe dated across the you know across the aisle a few times. So that kind of made so even if he, even if she was his first black girlfriend it made sense that they would come together. Mm-hmm. In this situation, it's like you took this man out of literal literal Orange County. Yep. He found one of the blackest mm-hmm. women <laughs> yeah. that he could find in this very rom-com-y type of way. Oh, wrong mm-hmm. Uber, blah, 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 blah. Which it was a rom-com, so we can, we can go with yeah. that. And then all of like, but, but he happens to be this very down Beastie Boys, Robin Thicke, yeah, yeah. kind of guy. It's just like, but but how? Yeah, they never they never really kind of explained to us how they fell in love. 
Well, what was you know, it? They did that montage six yeah. months later, so we missed all of that. But I, I want to go back to his, not necessarily his origin story, but I think it would have been important to kind of know his connect. Like, how did he arrive at this woke place? Yeah. Like, that's the point yeah. that, I don't, that I think we were missing that would have, to my opinion, would have been like made the story stronger. Yeah. It, it, it could have been, they could have done a flashback. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He fell in love with hip hop. You know, and it could be it, it could have been the superficial. He his parents come in his room. He's got a do rag on. He's rapping freaking NWA. Yes, and yes. that could have been like okay, I get it. You you just fell in love with, with that with rap music, mm-hmm. and then now you want to be a part of that, and you you love that culture more than you love your culture. You know, I, I you know yeah, all those so. things. And even if it wasn't that, bro, like the opening, I the opening dialogue from the podcast was great. It was funny. But like, even if they would have used one of those podcasting moments to kind of talk about, you know, shout out mm-hmm. to Brown Sugar. When did you fall in love with hip hop? Or when did you, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Because their show is about the culture. That could have been yeah. a moment on their show in the that would have gave yeah. us like, ah, got it. Okay. Makes sense. So, you know, maybe this this protest, you know, made you be like, you know what? I want to do this. You start doing more research. Whatever it was. But yeah, I think yeah. we never got that. And the fact that he, even even down to the Langston Hughes Park situation, like, why did you have to lie so much to like, yeah. to, because to, that's my thing, bro. If you were <clears throat> this white boy who was down and in the culture, why you got to make up all these lies to make yourself be more down? Right. Because he's not. Like, that's he the, that's the part. Like, that's the, yeah, that's the thing. Like, so I'm trying to figure out, is there a real connection? No, he just, he just like, he's, he fetish, he fetishizes. I don't know if that, that's the word. He's, he has a fetish. Mm-hmm. For black culture, yeah, and, and I then think that thing that translated to black women. Yep, because nothing in his life really translates to him really being connected to culture. Mm-hmm. Nothing except for that podcast that he has. You right. have, and, and then he has the one. Then it's the other stereotype. You got the one black friend. Yeah, one black friend. <laughs> one black friend. <laughs> and you all of a sudden the spokesperson for uh, uh, white accomplices. Get out of here. Yeah. Um. Anyway, I don't want to get on, but I, I I thought about it again, Brian, and I mm. said I got to bring because you know I can see I got that. to bring this to my brother in black. No problem. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got we got a special announcement to last week for it. Okay. Yeah. Last week. Last week, um, and it's Black History Month, so you need to take advantage of this right now. Uh, this yes. is literally the last week, so I mean, you just stop everything that you're doing. Well, not stopping everything. Keep listening to the podcast. But while you're listening to the podcast, either go on your phone, go online, whatever you got to do. Go somewhere and go to www.greentopgifts.com. Go out there. Find you as much merchandise as you can. Either be wrapping paper, pajamas, um, gift bags, um, mugs, whatever it is. Go out there. Fill up your cart. Put in Jigsaw 22, yes. get 15% off. Like You literally need to do it as soon as possible because this great deal is not going to last that much longer. And literally, uh, Jacqueline Rogers, Josh's cousin, yeah. extended it to Black History Month because she loves black people that, that she much. She loves black people that much. That much. Uh, that she gave her only begotten son. That who said no? Uh, <laughs> love Black History I don't Month. Think she so- gave her son to us, bro. <laughs> she loved Black History Month so much and her people so much that she extended uh, her her discount for the puzzle pieces. So please go out there right now. Even if you're white, even this is podcast or anything mm. other, go out there too and get that fifteen percent discount again. Go on there, get everything you need, put it in your cart as soon as possible. Put in Jigsaw twenty two, get the fifteen percent off. Let them know that the Jigsaw podcast sent you 
also while we're doing the announcements please go out there and rate subscribe give us five stars and nothing at all and all the yes. things right uh, all the different platforms we want to make sure that y'all know uh, we appreciate you but let also let Absolutely. other people know that you appreciate the show share with everybody and let them know because we're only getting bigger and better and i don't want you as the puzzle pieces to not tell people about the show because it's black history month right and all the best thing is bigger it's blacker it's the best during black history month so uh shouts out to y'all as well on that shouts out all right yeah. Ron, before we get into the song of the week do we have a um do you have a black <laughs> ask a moment yes it's real quick okay what why do y'all fly spirit oh it's cheap <laughs> okay it's, it's always have you ever flown happening spirit? i have never flown spirit before okay don't the closest but... thing i've ever flown to spirit is front frontier oh same thing it's the same demon <laughs> it's, the, it's, it's that's the trailer park it's the same demon <laughs> Yeah, if 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 Frontier is a trailer park, then Spirit is the ghetto because, <laughs> boy, the things that I've experienced on that there on that Listen, play, my and God, I, and, and mind you, I was supposed to be going. So a coworker of mine is, was getting <laughs> married in California. Okay, and I'm a loyal You're Delta. Going no, no, no. I was oh. just going. There. I wanted to go. I wanted to go back home, you know, for a little bit. I was to take Brooklyn with me. I was to give Lauren some time to tour herself here at home, uh, kind of give her a break. But I was going to take Brooklyn back home so she can kind of you know see her. Cousins and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. going Delta, and I'm like, these tickets are just astronomical, yep. right? And I fly Delta mainly because they have no deaths, non-stops. I have multiple points, all that kind of stuff. So I'm like, I don't want to pay this much. So I said, so I went on Google. I went on Google uh, flights, mm-hmm. and Spirit had like round trip tickets for like twenty dollars. <laughs> yes, <laughs> like nothing. I'm like, like nigga, like and and a, and a part of you thought about like. And then the other part of me was like, nah, I've heard the, the horror stories. And I've every time I go on the shade room, something's happened with spirit. So I said, no, yeah. um, let's not do that. I've had one or two good experiences or just like nothing happened. Mm-hmm. I said that way. <laughs> That's good but the, over, the overwhelming majority of my experiences, something happened. Whether it was yeah. a delay, whether mm-hmm. somebody was got almost got the fight with Gate agents. It was just like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I feel like I feel like in in and it, and it might be a correlation. I think I might have just figured it out. I feel okay. like people start out at Waffle House and mm. then they end up working for Spirit Airlines. <laughs> <laughs> that's the that's the career trajectory. That that is that's the, that's the next God. level. Is, yeah, the next level of Spirit. They got the same colors. Is that <laughs> that yellow and, and black? The yellow and black. They're always fighting. You remember Air Train? I do remember Airtrain. Airtrain <laughs> was bought. Airtrain used to be. Uh, was it South? Did Southwest? Southwest buy Airtrain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I used to love Airtrain. Airtrain had great deals, and Air-Train, it was a you, decent airline. When I was a college student, Reverend Pastor, yeah, yeah. Pastor Rogers always tell me, "Go, go online and get one of them hundred dollar tickets." <laughs> I'd be like, <laughs> "I got Listen. I'm And bro, I always and Airtrain. You was technically standby, but I think they gave priority to college students because we were, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. Bro, I used to. That's why I went back home so much. I could, I could literally go home for like eighty dollars. Yeah, yeah. I think Lauren used to get like forty nine dollars when she's go back to uh, back home to Bro, Virginia. Round trip. <laughs> yeah, you go home for eighty that, bucks. That's, a, that's old Atlanta. Like I don't think people even remember Air Train. Like that's a that's a. That's Air a, Train was a thing, bro. Yeah, Air, and Air Train had great flights. Like it yeah, great service. it was. I it mean, was, exactly like South when it when Southwest bought it. Much of nothing changed outside some of the deals, but it was yeah. decent service. Mm-hmm. Like no, it had some nonstop flights. It flew yeah. pretty much almost anywhere, like in yeah. the United States anyway. So, just the Air Train. That's the thing. If you want to be a discount airline, be Air Train. 
Don't yes. be spirit. Follow no. the Airtran model. <laughs> yeah. Airtran was, was a great airline. Yes. It yeah. really was. I missed them. Um, yeah. It's Song of the Week. Okay. It's my week. Um, I told Brian that I had some real black. You did. You did. Now, the song, when I play it, it may not sound real black, but I recently rediscovered this part in the song that is very black. <laughs> and I think it's, I should have opened up the podcast with it, but I wanted to bury it in here a little bit. It's a little Easter egg. Okay. So I'm going to play a couple of lines before we get to the real black part. So you'll be like, Josh, what? Because you're going to okay. be like, what? How is this real uh, black? Yeah. But as soon as it hits, <laughs> okay. you're going to understand. And I'm not, like- I'm not overhyping it. I promise you, Okay. you will be blessed. Okay. Okay. I'm ready. Oh, I get it. <laughs> This is for the niggas, strictly for the niggas. This is for the niggas. The real niggas. This is for the niggas, strictly for the niggas. This is for the niggas. The real niggas. This is for the niggas, strictly for the niggas. This is for the niggas. The real niggas. That is just kicking it by escape. I have no idea. The necessity of that part, <laughs> but I saw it it's, on the TikTok. Yeah, and so the TikTok was these speaking of you people, these interracial mm-hmm. kids, mm-hmm. and they would dance with their mom when the song came. They pushed their mamas out the, <laughs> they pushed their white mama out the way, and they started doing that. But Black History Month, this is but Black History Month, and they would have said Black History Month ain't for our mama, and it was just, <laughs> it was amazing. And I was like, oh, yeah. oh, it's this so has good. To go on the jigsaw. <laughs> And it's funny because like <laughs> Tasha is just singing oh, like yeah, behind it. Behind this is for the niggas. Strictly for the niggas. Like what? What was JD thinking about? What 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 went on in his mindset? Oh I'm gonna get him with this. This is I'm gonna get him with this. The real niggas. Speaking of Black History Month, you see me with my red cup. I do. We don't wash dishes around here. <laughs> <laughs> this is juice, y'all, but who finna wash a cup? Right. We bring that out for for wine mm-hmm. and grandparents because <laughs> they don't like drinking out of plastic. <laughs> nah, we better not bring my mom no plastic. All right, what you about to say? I said my mom don't drink out of plastic. She um, my dad don't like to, but he know I'll I'll be like dad, get that cup, bro. Mm. But anyway, with that being said, understood and accepted. Brian, you ready to get into some black excellence on the Blessed Report? So ready. Let's do it. Let's go. Yeah. All right, we are here at the Blessed Report where we shout out black folks doing great black things. And as oh, yes. always, you know, we as black folks just do great things. We wake up every single day, make black history, right? Black History Month, even though it's a, it's a thing, we literally make black history every single day. And here on mm. the black, blackish podcast in the world, we shout out black businesses. Uh, and one of the back businesses we're going to patronize and we're going to shout out is Athena, right? Mm-hmm. It's Dante Thomas, also known as Lucci the designer. <laughs> we love a good AK. We love a good AK. We love a good AKA. <laughs> we love a good AKA. Lucci. <laughs> how you get Dante Thomas? How you get Lucci? Lucci the designer. The designer. Help us, Holy Ghost. Uh, 
So Athena was founded in 2021, right? Every bag, mm-hmm. clothing, and accessory crafted is not only charged with social political intention, but also it's an adulation to our culture, our people, and our melanated community. Shouts out to the white kid off of you people. He loves all those things. Um, <laughs> Athena is a brand built at the intersection of handbags and high fashion as a visual language and channel of communication. Every item within Athena shows comfortability, longevity, and the and most importantly, creativity. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, we want you to feel as, as is what they say. We want you to feel as good as you look which is their slogan, you are her, she is you, embrace your inner goddess. We aim okay. to care. For, it's not like she by Shirelli. <laughs> <laughs> Who has a fashion show with no fashions? How <laughs> Josh, when is, when is the fashion line coming out? Um, spring. <laughs> That'll be summer. Uh, September. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Spring, uh-huh. summer, September. September, okay. spring, summer. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Joggers. <laughs> Joggers. Uh, we, aim, we came to care for and tend uh, to our customers' imaginations. We cannot erase the past. What we can do is this present shall ensure our future. So that's Athena, Dante Thomas, also known as Lucci the Designer. You can check <laughs> I him love out. That. It, it is so black. Uh, you can check out them on IG at uh, theofficial.athena or the website. Uh, the official athena.com to go check out all the merch that they do have out there yes. support black folks doing great black things uh, and that is our blessed report I'm looking right now mm-hmm. and right now I'm looking at the church program and I don't see that anybody died did I did we miss somebody if they did we don't know about them mm. so in that case what did God do? God stayed the hand of death yeah. Shondo. He's a keeper. He's a key, he'll, and he'll keep you if you want to be kept. He will keep you That's, in perfect ooh. peace. Let me tell you how I listened to that Sunday morning on the way to church. He'll take you up. Took me down while I was doing my facial routine. <laughs> I was about to go off. You hear me? I don't have a whole Baptist fit in that in that sick bowl, right? <laughs> If Marvin Sapp ain't Sapp never version? did nothing, mm-hmm. he's saying that he's, he can keep that never would have made it. That perfect piece. <laughs> Woo. Listen. Woo. That, when Cynthia used to direct that thing and art was balladeering, mm-hmm. let me tell you. <laughs> those were the good days. Art used to sing that song. He sang, he turned all red in the face. He put that one <laughs> leg out in front <laughs> of the other. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Woo. So good. So, so good. good. But shout That's out a song, to a song that Tupac died too. In the uh, in the uh, that movie, that terrible Tupac movie. Shout out to Lucci, the designer. I'm not even gonna address that because I remember when that thing started playing. <laughs> like, like what? what? <laughs> <laughs> That's how you know your music person. Like, uh, uh-uh. anyway. Shout shout out to Lucci, the designer, and the official Athena because clearly there's an unofficial one somewhere. So make somewhere. sure that you you type that into Instagram and the website. <laughs> And uh, as you go patronize them in their bags and embrace the goddess that's in you, <laughs> as we go bunny hop on over to the Bill Horde. One of Brian's favorite people, Ben Crump, attorney. Ben oh, Crump, Jesus. Became okay. the first black practicing attorney to have a law school named after him. Help the College forward. of Law at St. Thomas University in Miami, Florida. It's now the Benjamin L. Crump College of Law. Um, hmm. 
the only other school in the country named after a Negro attorney is the Thurgood Marshall School of Law at TSU, that is Texas Southern University. Um, and the 53-year-old man is known as a Black America Attorney General. Um, he has represented Jesus. major social justice cases for family for the family of Trayvon Martin, uh, Ahmaud Arbery, um, Brianna Taylor, George Floyd, Jacob Blake, um, Tyree Nichols, and the list goes on. Um, Brian is over here making faces making noises because clearly he had I he just, is at odds with being crump and i just want to hear what's going on he ain't trying to yours <laughs> like like <laughs> you know what i'm saying like i don't know um you think I he misrepresents like, the black community no <clears throat> I, I, and I and i hate that I, I don't you know i don't no i don't think that anyway i i hate the fact that like you got niggas like al sharpton mm. and like ben crump and then people assume like oh they represent the black community, mm-hmm. right? And like, nah, like, I, no disrespect. I don't disrespect, no disrespect to them, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But when I think mm-hmm. like black community, I don't think, oh, Reverend Al Sharpton, like, I, he doesn't speak, for, he doesn't speak for the black community. Like, I would, you know, I don't, Ben Crump, I don't think he's black America's attorney general. Um, <laughs> you don't buy, you ain't buying that. No, like, what, like, you know, like, what. To say he's the attorney general, like, what does that actually mean? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, is he is he swaying or uh, uh, so swaying policy, or is he I don't know. like he pops up as the attorney every time niggas get killed die. and he, yeah. he shows up? Like, you know what I'm saying? Up. Like, yeah. and again, like, and he's helped these families out. That's fine, but you know, yeah, I just you know, I wonder what his law practice is like just on the day to day. Yeah, like, what does he do? And also on top of that, like, how much money does he get? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Oh, is he's getting a, some of that settlement money. <clears throat> of course, he he's is. getting paid. Yeah, of course he is. So it's is you know, um, like he wouldn't he wouldn't do it. It's not for the community. That nigga's doing it for, for, for for himself. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like I think that that mm-hmm. that whole idea, even like Reverend Al Sharpton, he's not doing it just because My he God. just wants to do it for the family for the for the community. It's like it's publicity, right? My God, and I'm not again. I'm not downing. Yeah, are these these people? But it's just My God. you know. I hear you. you know. I hear well, he's out there. He's out yeah, there doing, here, doing the work. You want to hear the silver lining, though? Mm-hmm. It happened in Florida. So that is one more thing for DeSantis to be mad about. A black, a black, a black, being Crump is black. That's black one thing I will black. say. That man, yes. that, he's a nigga black. So to have a whole yes. school named after him, yes. well, they definitely did some CRT over there. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm happy about it. I'm definitely happy about it. You know. Oh, yeah, it's a great accomplishment. Yeah, great accomplishment. Speaking of Thurgood Marshall, I was, this is totally off subject, mm-hmm. I was re-watching 227. <laughs> oh, you know, I go back like to, home. you know, <laughs> when, Brad, hey. don't you do that? Because I almost went right no into that song. Go oh, ahead, just mm. go ahead and do it. When your family's around you, uh-huh. there's no way to roam. When you uh-huh. know that you love, there's no need to roam because there ain't no place like better believe it. Ain't no place like better believe it. Ain't no place. Boom, boom, boom. There's no place like home. Bring back theme songs. I mean, listen, and bring back when the actors and actresses sang the theme song for it because that was Marla Gibbs. Yeah. Do that. Bring that back. Bring back that. Also y'all do back, know Janet Du uh, what is it, Janet Dubois? She uh-huh. sang "Moving On Up." She did, and then uh, sister, sister from um from a different world and Hank and Miss Cooper sang the uh the song. <clears throat> she sang the Hank and Miss Cooper song. Uh, what oh, was her yeah, name? She did. Um, Jaleesa. Her name was Jaleesa. Jaleesa. Yeah, she, uh-huh. I think she sang the original, but until In Vogue took it over. 
Yeah. Ooh. Ooh yeah. Oh, yeah. So either get the actors or sing. And you know Vanessa Bell Armstrong sang the things on the, um, was it Amen? Yeah. No, 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 light from heaven, light shine on. Queen Latifah rap for a living She singing. did. Like, yeah. come on. Angie Stone gave us girlfriends. Sheena Mar- <laughs> to Sheena uh, Arnold, uh, she did the uh, Everybody, Everybody Hates, Hates Chris. Chris. Mm-hmm. You, you're not going to skip over Angie Stone doing girlfriends. <clears throat> I said that. <laughs> we know you love Angie and the Stone. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Who did Beautiful all gals. of us? Beautiful girls. Oh, I wish that we the, take the that? Who did that? Shanice, right? In Shanice. Who was that? That Flex Shanice is uh, Flex's wife. Yeah. Okay. Who did one on one? I don't know who did. Oh, I'm sorry. That's my bad. That's not. I don't. I'm getting all these shows mixed up now. One on one. But they all was, had songs. Is the point? Yeah, they all had a song. Will Smith did Fresh Prince. Yeah. Who did Martin? Martin was. Martin. It was mostly music, but they had a few words. Kid, kid from Kid Kid and Play. Play. I think he did the Martin. I think he did that. Okay. I think he did that. Okay, we're here. We're here. Okay. Anyway, that was a super super side note. So, oh, but oh, why did I say that? Because the episode I was watching, they had like a crossover universe episode where um, Sherman Hemsley. Mm-hmm. Came into the episode. He was like, "I love DC." And then, um, what was the husband's name? Or two said, "I was just literally watching it before we start recording." Darn it! Um, anyway, I feel like it's Gordon. Oh, it ain't Gordon. It ain't Gordon. Let me figure it out. I figured it out. Okay, so while you figured it out, Lester, um, Lester, that's Lester Jenkins, Lester Jenkins, and Mary Jenkins. Lester and Mary Jenkins. My God. Um, but no, so Lester asked him, it was like, why do you love DC? He said, oh, it's because so many people are here, like the president and Thurgood Marshall. Bro, Thurgood Marshall was still alive. <laughs> when 227 was, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, history That's is something. right there at our fingertips. Yeah. That man was living and breathing as a Supreme Court justice yeah. during the recordings of the 227. And that was like, what, late 80s into the early 90s? Yeah, man, God ain't died until 93. When it was I was R&B. You were seven. Or I was. Five, six, seven, eight. Yeah, I was eight. Really? Well, I was seven when he died, but you know, and, you know, that makes you know, I probably was three when still, he died. But still, but but civil rights icons was and here. were alive when we were alive. When we were alive. That's wild. Anyway, all right, let's go on to the next door before we get started. This is it's Black History Month. We we could do this. Mm-hmm. Speaking of icons and people that we love, this is somebody that Brian and them love. LeBron James. After thirty nine years, LeBron James, the <laughs> NBA has a new scoring king. Um, last night during the game against the Oklahoma City Thunder, LeBron James um, broke the record for the most points scored in the NBA career. Um, he broke the record with a two point shot. He just kind of bop 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 faded back and uh, hit that joint real quick. With only ten seconds left in the third quarter, pretty much stopped the game right there in Crypto. Dot com arena. It's still the dumbest name for a basketball arena. <laughs> um, but after the game, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, who once held the record, uh, gave him a ceremonial basketball. That was the most awkward exchange it was. of basketball. You can tell that they might be at odds <laughs> with are. each mm-hmm. other. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know the backstory to it, but it was very, very visible. He didn't. They didn't embrace. They didn't hug. Um, it wasn't none of that. LeBron, I've seen LeBron embrace Michael Jordan. Despite mm-hmm. all the comparisons, I've seen how he was with Kobe before Kobe's um, tragic passing. Mm-hmm. Something about Kareem, he ain't rocking with. Mm-hmm. Um, but he just said, I just want to say thank you 
um, to the Laker faithful. You guys are one of a kind, James said, speaking of his fans during the interview. Um, so he reached a legendary status. And there are people who saying that the only reason why he got it is because he's been in the NBA for 19,000 years. Um, I mean, he's a, he's a phenomenal basketball player. I think yep. I, I, this is what I believe about mm-hmm. why LeBron gets hate. One, I think is I'm going to call it the Beyonce effect. Okay. And what I mean by that is everybody, when they reach a certain level of success, gets haters. But I think when you mm-hmm. really ascend to what is considered GOAT level, yeah, that amount of haters just increase. People will find everything yep. to not like about you. So I think that is one thing. A lot of the stuff about LeBron is unfounded. The other mm-hmm. thing, though, where I can see why people don't rock with LeBron comes off as very corny. Mm-hmm. He gives me mm-hmm. cornball. Like from his, I can see that from you know him reading the same book over and over and talking like so all the public like lying like he gives me the like I want to be down but I really ain't that guy yeah. like he be in the yeah. car rapping random lips all super hard like I want to be cool but I'm not cool just enjoy the just enjoy the song bro mm-hmm. like you know he he gives me cornball like cornball with a lot of money who happens yeah. to have a beautiful wife like that mm-hmm. that's what yeah LeBron gives me and he could he could be very cool but he just gives me that and I think his success makes him arrogant, which adds on to these narratives. So, like, you know, I, I get why he gets some of the, I don't mess with LeBron, but at the same time, you cannot deny what this man has accomplished and done and yeah. how he changed yeah. the game of the NBA. And that's just that's just matter of fact. How do you feel? Do you, you know, Jabbar was one of your people, a Laker. Yeah, yeah. And, and I'm going to say I this too. James is a Laker right yeah, now. LeBron so, yeah, LeBron is a Laker too. Like, so and that's the thing. So, out of the top 10 scores in the NBA history – Seven of them wore purple and gold. Let me mm. just get that straight. So Lakers okay. where legends are made, you know, uh, where they retire, whatever it is. Um, so first and foremost, shouts out to Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Um, I consider him to be, even though people say Jordan, I think he gets shorthanded and slighted for being the GOAT. But he had longevity, had all the career, yeah. had high school, at college, and I don't think he maybe lost one game in college, like crazy stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, his record and everything is better than Jordan as far as points and all that kind of stuff. Um, regarding LeBron, I think a lot of people, when he first came on, it was kind of like he was the chosen one. Yeah. And it was kind of like forced down our throat. Like, Le- you know, it's LeBron's league. And it was like, well, nigga, Kobe's still in the league and other people are still in the league. Mm-hmm. So, so my, my initial disdain for LeBron was like, like as a rookie, it's his league. And I'm like, what about Kobe? And then as he comes in the league a couple of years. Oh, LeBron's the go. I'm like, nigga, like he just got in the league. I know that's the NBA machine. They they work on creating um, people as the face of the NBA to build and grow the game. They did it with uh, um, uh, Magic and Bird, and they just kept that same process yeah. um, through that. So um, what I will commend LeBron James on <laughs> is the fact of with all the hate, with all the pressure being put on him at a young age, that nigga has exceeded, yeah. if not matched, right? He's never going to probably get six championships. You know what I'm saying? But even still, he's had a successful career. Um, and all that pressure, he never heard anything off court. Like the, his biggest scandal was his decision and how he made his decision to go to Miami. Um, he's a, a, a black dad. He married a black woman. Mm-hmm. He has black business partners. He's a yep. billionaire. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like all he's, these things. Like he's doing so it. I, I'm not gonna hate on LeBron. Like you know, at one point I was a LeBron hater, mainly off of just basketball stuff, and I was a, and I am still like the biggest. I'm a huge Kobe fan, 
But I would not take anything away from LeBron James. Yeah. My only takeaway from last night that I did not like was the fact that we lost. Like after all that stuff, I was getting the to that. Lost. Thank you, thank you for that. I wanted <laughs> like, to say the irony of that <laughs> for you to have this big celebration prior to the fourth quarter. You broke a record, mm-hmm. did all the interviews, but you could not win that game. Um, and that's just yeah. how life, that's just the way love goes. Shout out to Janet Jackson. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we're going to bunny hop <laughs> on over that. Great, great, good, great for you and the Lakers. And yeah. for me and the Grizzlies, they broke a losing streak. They, they, they had lost like eight of their nine last game. They finally won again. That's because John Morant want to be thug a thug. Life. <laughs> thug life. <laughs> <laughs> and he ain't out here playing basketball. And I need y'all to I need y'all to let loose some of that orange mound that y'all been exposed to in Memphis and focus. Okay. I know that right. culture, y'all like it. I know y'all that came and adopted it. And I love, I love it. it. But put it down for half a second and focus. Niggas, niggas love Memphis. The niggas, niggas that go to Memphis, like real niggas go to Memphis. Yeah, like if you go, they, like I will tell you this. If you go to Memphis and actually give the city a chance. You will fall in love with the culture. Yeah. Um, and I know Memphis has this ain't a Memphis podcast, but I know Memphis has its problems in terms of crime and stuff like that. And it's bad. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. It is bad. But there are some po- real pockets of that city mm-hmm. that it's just like you like, if we can get this crime thing under control, mm-hmm. this would be a city. Mm-hmm. Um, so I get it, and I love that he's embraced the culture, the lingo, yep. the all that, but like. Win let's, win some, let's win some games because y'all have potential to be a championship team at some point. Yeah, and for years to come. Yeah, and for years to come, like because y'all are beating some of the top teams right now. I just even work on some things, a little bit more maturity, all that different kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And when you're not focused, with you know, Shannon Sharp threw y'all off. Oh, <laughs> Shay Shay threw y'all off after that game. Yeah. Y'all mm-hmm. I don't know if you put the Miss Seeley curse on y'all or what. So you do right. It was like, it was like an eight or nine game losing streak. Was it some crazy? Yeah, like so that? out of like they they lost eight of the nine games they played after that. Bro. Jesus. Like, so anyway, until you do um, right by me, until you do right by me and my cardigan, <laughs> you're gonna lose every game. <laughs> you're gonna lose every game. Um, speaking about things in culture, DJ Drama, mm. um, co-produced and is help is partner responsible for um JT's boyfriend, Lil Uzi Vert. Um, his song "Just Wanna Rock." He got all mm. the TikTok babies in a in a frenzy. Like, ha, ha. I don't want to rock, all that kind of stuff, and it's it's a catchy little song. I don't I don't know that I've ever intentionally played it or listened to it, but mm-hmm. it is a catchy little tune. DJ Drama gets on a microphone. This is the this is the issue. I, we got a podcast, but here's the issue mm-hmm. with niggas and podcasts and TV shows mm-hmm. and radio shows. He yeah. gets on there and says that I just want to rock is Philly's new anthem. It's going to retire dreams and nightmares. Now, I ain't from Philly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But you want to talk about something that's provocative and get the people going. <laughs> it is Dreams of Nightmare. I'm not mm-hmm. even a big Meek Mill fan. Mm. But that song... It gets the people going. gets the people going. And let me, t- let me tell you about Lil Uzi's his personality. Mm-hmm. The man must grew up in a sanctified household. He knows that the way up is down. <laughs> because when he finally responded, Brian, and said, you know what? I don't know. He said, that song has been killing it for over a decade. Mm-hmm. My song is brand new. He said, we would have to see if my song even has longevity for, you know, yeah. for, like he was very like honest, like, yeah. you know, I appreciate it. He said, but like, that's, he's like, that's a classic for our city. That's an anthem. He, and then he even admitted that it's still, people still get hyped. He said, I just don't, he said, he ba- he went on to say, we're just going to have to see if my yeah. song has that same type of, you know, because right now it's hot on TikTok. And yeah. it's hot, you know, with the key. And not to say that that diminishes it, but if I'm in the club, like, 
if you're in the club ten years from now, yeah, if I just want to rock, come on, will it will it be like Can We Talk or some of the other big songs? Whereas I'd be like Dreaming Nightmares. Yeah, hold up, wait a minute. I thought I was finished. Like it, it's it's two songs in one. Yeah, I used to prep for times like this to rhyme like this, bro. It's two songs in one. It is a great. It is a great. It is a great song. I know. I let go of the in my mind thing with mm-hmm. Ryan. Yeah. But I need you to at some point. <laughs> it's, it's never gonna happen. Learn <laughs> dreams and nightmares. It's never gonna happen. Ryan. <laughs> That's a lot of words. No, it's not. It's a lot of words. <laughs> it is. But it gets to, I used to prep at times like this to rhymes like this. So I mm-hmm. had to grind like that to shine like this in a matter of time I spent on some locked up in the back of the packy wagon, cuffs locked on wrist. See my dreams unfold. Nightmares come true. Mm-hmm. It was time to marry the game. And I said, yeah, I do. Mm-hmm. If you wanted, you got to see it with a clear eye boo. Got a shorty trying to blip it like I said. I chew like a nigga sneeze. Nigga, please. But Brian, don't, don't get me. <laughs> it's so inspirational. It is inspirational. I just don't know. I'm never going to learn those lyrics. Okay. It gets me. I don't, I, don't, I don't know lyrics. It gets, we know. You don't know lyrics to your favorite songs. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know why I, I'm expecting this out of you. I don't. I just, I just I want don't. I hope and pray. Someday, <laughs> and I and I love that song. I love Dreams and Nightmares. It's like the, all the Meek Mill songs that he has some solid songs. That Does is he? like, yeah, he has some solid songs. Oh, okay. but that is like in terms of like hip hop. That's gonna be his song. That's gonna be his song forever, forever. Like when a nigga gets eighty and he's on concert or whatever, and they need a, a finish, a closer. Oh yeah, that's the one. When they do the sixty year, seventy five year hip hop tribute, like they did in the Grammys. Mm-hmm. I can see them pulling him. Yeah. If, that's, he's, that if he's still is with us. the song, that's gonna be that's I don't know, you know, every every artist at some point has like their song. Mm-hmm. That's their signature song. Mm. That's his. Like okay. you can't, you know, if if you in a in a versus battle and you, you play like, that, you're playing nothing behind Dredge There's Dredge. nothing coming there's after nothing that. Like, that's that's it. That. Yeah. 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 So all right. Speaking of fifty-year hip-hop tributes, let's let's go into a Grammy recap. Oh Jesus! Jesus now I'm gonna start Jesus. off by saying this: We always say we didn't watch the awards. I watched the Grammys. Mm-hmm. I watched it, Brian. I'm not gonna say that I was like I, I fully invested the whole two, three, eight hours or however long it was. But I that TV was on the entire time. Yeah. Um I did decide to go to bed. Right before album of the year, and like literally, as I was about to close my eyes, like you know what, it's late. They made the announcement, Rev, and I set up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and when I saw that white man get that award, I mm-hmm. said, um, I changed the channel, put it on um, Fresh Prince of Bel Air reruns. I can go to sleep, and I went to bed because mm-hmm. I was disappointed. Yep, I think I text y'all before yeah. I went to bed. Mm-hmm. Anyway, let's get into that. Beyonce made history as the mm-hmm. most awarded Grammy um, artist in history. Um, shout out to our Latinx family. Bad Bunny gave us an opening performance in nothing but Spanish. <laughs> I <laughs> didn't understand a thing that man was saying, <laughs> but I appreciated his like his, his dedication to his culture and I mean, and his acceptance speech, Brian, when he won. Hundred mm-hmm. percent Spanish, not an English word to be found <laughs> except the word Grammy. It was the man, I appreciated Bad Bunny for his authenticity. I really, yep. I just had, to, I had to put that out there. I like Bad um, Bunny. 
Uh, I also like the fact that we had a uh, we saw Stevie Wonder. He had yep. his his hairline covered, so we weren't you know I didn't have secondhand embarrassment for him at all in those locks. Um, Smokey Robinson, skin tight, Botox for days. Do I you mean, know Smokey Robinson is dropping a new album called Gasms? I, I saw that in the track <laughs> list. Is is mighty? He has a song called "I Fit in There." It's it's provocative. <laughs> he has a song called "I Fit in There." <laughs> Smokey's still getting cheeks in these days. He's still getting cheeks. At eighty two, mm-hmm. did he have a song about like gangs, gang bangers, gang something? banging, smoking <laughs> that weed? <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> Smokey Robinson, that got to be song of the week before Black History Month. It's smoking that weed, smoking <laughs> that smoke. <laughs> gang banging <laughs> like it's like the thing is like smoky like who is this demographic for like hey, who did you, you think you were saving with that song <laughs> <laughs> let me just find the gang smoky <laughs> <laughs> robinson smoking that smoke <laughs> and, that. and why is an 82 year old man singing about orgasms <laughs> like right. I also want to know about that it's- Brian, get this off this show. I'm gonna say that because this is gonna be that's the song of the week next week. Uh, spoiler alert. <laughs> song of the week is gonna be gangbanging by Smokey Robinson. <laughs> Smokey Robinson. <laughs> for black history. For black history. So. It's smoking. I'm just okay. I'm not gonna get into that. But the background, the little background singer boys that was with Stevie Wonder, you know, that was one yays. Yeah, why Why is the name of that group named after that man? (laughs) Narcissism. (laughs) That's like if you had a four son bride, you named your group Baja. Like, what? (laughs) What is that? That's so. Anyway, but those little boys killed it. Um, it was some really great moments. The Quavo tribute, I mean, the takeoff tribute by Quavo mm-hmm. was emotional. Not a fan of that song, but I get mm-hmm. it, right? Um, you know, the, the fact that Maverick City was with them has gotten mm-hmm. people going. Shout out to Chris Moore. Like, he's been he's been, a, he's been a champion for Maverick City accountability. Um, mm-hmm. It's just a lot of things. <laughs> a lot of things have happened. Free, free, free Dante Bo. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, Dante Bo did take an Instagram and say, I wrote four of the eight songs that he got his Grammys. Because I was like, one thing you cannot change right. is that writing credit. You just right. can't. You just can't change that. I ain't in the group no um, more, but listen, I can still write these Listen, records. Latavia Latoya. Um, <laughs> they have Grammys. They do. <laughs> they have Grammys. You can't take it away from say them. Say my name. Say my name. Say, say my name. Say my name. Say my name. If no one is around you, say, baby, I love you. If you ain't running game. Don't get me talking about the rights on these walls, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> Good stuff, right? Oh, 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 don't you do it, Beyonce, Beyonce, Beyonce. Shoot. Okay. Anyway, I didn't got sidetracked, but one of the things um, before we get into the sadness of the Grammys, one of the things that was really dope was the fifty-year tribute to hip hop, oh, yeah. which uh, should have stuff. been. Listen to us. Zoom. I don't know if we can zoom in. Let me come in closer. BT. TV One, we need a whole two-hour program yeah. for the 50th celebration of hip hop. Yeah, you can't leave it to the Grammys alone. No, they, the white racist organization 
They not, now they did get Quest Love one the blackest men in black music. Yeah, without a doubt. You know, I don't know a lot of his music. We established that last week. But what mm-hmm. I do know about Quest Love <laughs> <laughs> is that he's black and he knows the things about music. Mm. So we need a whole two hour program. Yeah, dedicated to it. I don't know if Henry Lewis Gossett Gates needs to get on and do a PBS special. I don't mm-hmm. know. Hulu been doing some really good black history content. Yeah. Um. So Hulu, yeah. y'all can pick it up and air it. Like, I don't know, but it needs to happen. Anyway, but they did. For what they were able to do, it was a dope tribute. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It started off with Black Thought coming uh, who co-founded um, the Roots Request Love coming in and doing like a little, you know, a little pro-am situation, little, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying, a little talk, talk, talk. Then it went into Grandmaster Flash, and they did their song Flash to the Beat and the Message, and then mm-hmm. it, um, Bunny hopped on over to Run DMC um, mm-hmm. with the two men, two of the surviving <clears throat> members, and they did the uh, King of Rock, their 1985 hit, and then it went on over to Ladies Love Cool Jack. Let me tell you something about LL Cool J. Mm-hmm. He's not aged as gracefully as I thought that he would. <laughs> you don't think so? I don't think so. I don't think he looks bad. Uh-huh. But he's definitely looking his age. Le- leathery. <laughs> he's starting to look 50 something. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he came on and he did his thing. And then they tossed it to um, what is the only women's hip hop group who's went like multi platinum? That is Salt and Pepper. They walk the so spin, the city girls can the run. Spin there. Um, Spinderella. I felt like she was back there. I saw a woman on mm. the DJ. They didn't zoom in too, but I felt like I saw that spin jacket. Um, okay. They did a performance of My Mic Sounds Nice. I don't even know that song from them. Mm. Um, but Rakim came. Uh, Rakim, sorry, I wrapped his mm-hmm. first single with DJ Eric B. Eric B is president, public uh-huh. enemy. And the, the man that we, the man who introduced us to this new world of reality television that is Flavor Flav, they came and then did Rebel Without a Pause. And then they threw the mic on to De La Soul, the rap trio, with their jazz infused stuff from their song Buddy, not to be mm. confused with B U D D Y by music. And then mm. they Sample. threw the mic um, to Scarface, who played Ugh. My Mind Playing Tricks on Me. So Great good. song. Great song. And then he threw it to one of Brian's favorite rappers, Ice-T, who rapped the New Jack Hustler. And that was the Nino's theme from New Jack City. And then he threw it to my girl, Khadijah James, Queen Latifah. You Who you calling up? Oh, you and I. Um, yes, 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 yes. Queen Latifah. Then Method Man came and hit the stage. All the girls and all the aunties, 40 and <clears> about 50, got panties wet because they loved the Method and the Man. M E T H O D. Man, then Big Boy came represented for Outcast. We, we don't know it. where Andre is, but we, I really would have loved for Andre to have been there. But he did a solo performance of AT Aliens. Buster Rhymes came in all of his big body glamour. And mm-hmm. then put your hands where your eyes can see and touch it. And then he went on to give us his super speed verse from Chris Brown's Look at Me Now, which was weird because it took us out of the timeline a little bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it jumped mm-hmm. us way ahead to bring <laughs> us back. And I felt like, although I know Buster Rhymes be saying, Where's Brian? Mm-hmm. It was a few times he mm-hmm. wasn't saying nothing. Doing this live performance, and his neck and face got so red, it just—I don't—it looked like a pressure cooker was about to pop. Mm. 
Mm. And I was like, Lord, please don't let us witness a cardiac arrest moment on this. Stop. I really God. feared for Buster Rhymes. I did start praying because I was like, this man, the guy, like, he's about to explode <laughs> at any moment. Like, he was trying to get it out. And, you know, he just, I, it's, it's just, you know, when you get a little heavier, sometimes you can't do everything you want to do. But anyway, he heart. passed it on to what people compare them to be kind of counterparts, men and women. Missy Elliott, um, she came mm. and blessed us. Melissa, hit the stage with Get Your Freak On and Lose Control. Everybody lose control. Lose control. Music <laughs> making lose control. And then she, um, you know, pass it on to Nelly with Hot in Her. It's getting Tom hot her. in her. So take off all your clothes. I ear, ear. Oh, you said <clears throat> I ear, ear. So hot. I want to take my clothes. Oh, that man gave us a song all about Air Force Ones. Nike needs to, mm. I don't know if he ever got a check, but Ooh, Nike never. needs to give that man a check because right. we had everybody buying two pairs. So we didn't want to Christmas. Yep. Anyway, then he went back to Brian's hometown in California with too short. Blow the whistle. What's my favorite word? Why you guys say it like short? And then he took it to Swiss Beats and the locks. And they came and brought us all the way to some of the new era of rap with Lil Baby, who did his freestyle. Lil Baby has to work mm-hmm. on his own stage <laughs> presence. Right? He's a weird guy. Man of God. Was, but one thing Lil Baby going to do. If he don't do nothing else, he's gonna pose like a sixteen-year-old girl. You seen that picture of him? He was like, "Yeah, <laughs> anime girl." He is so, he is so, he is so. I don't know, but Dominique is all you know is who he is. And then we went to Memphis with Big Glow, Big G, yeah, with her song F and N. She did that, and then they took it to Lil Uzi Bird with I just. Overall thoughts, Brian. Quick thoughts, impressions, things you would have changed. Uh, we, we talked about this in the group chat. Um, of course, there were some notable folks who were missing. Yep. <clears throat> One more thing I was missing in Atlanta is we did not get a chance to see Big Boy ATL, which is which is so random that they threw a random commercial in the middle of Method Man's a set. random commercial. We did not see Big Boy because we were talking about where was Outcast, and then but he was there. He was there, <clears throat> and then and then it picked up. At big at Buster Rhymes, so in Atlanta, of all cities, they throw a commercial right there where Big Boy should is supposed to be. So mm-hmm. that was crazy. So I want to I want to go back there, and I'm sure on YouTube somewhere. Oh yeah, I, a, I watched uh, it. I rewatched okay. it. It's on there. Yep. Um, so I want to go back and check that out. Um, there were some notable folks missing. Um, Nikki was was not there. Um, and she wasn't gonna be there. That could be a whole episode of why she wasn't there. Look, Kim wasn't. We talking about women rappers. Look, Kim wasn't there. Look, Kim wasn't there. Um. Important to the culture, you know, and and I know it's Black History Month, but Eminem was a as a notable person who had a a a, a decent spot in hip hop at a moment. Okay, um, where he kind of opened it up to some of the whites really got into hip hop heavy. Um, there are some notable folks who had passed away. You know, um, Diddy wasn't there, which was interesting. Really, no real bad boy representation to be honest. No, um, Snoop Dogg wasn't there. Um, so I feel like they did not. The, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna throw one out there, future, future, because yeah. like that real trap, like that trap before, like little baby, that was mm-hmm. an era. That future Gucci Mane, yeah, um, we, we didn't have no Jock, trap music. All that there was no trap Ti, like all none of them. Yeah, no, no we trap didn't get music crunk. Was there. We didn't get crunk. no three six mafia, um, no Lil John, Eastside Boys, none of that. No. Um. So I think what 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 happened? They didn't give us certain sounds that we probably needed, yep. and our top. Tier rappers weren't a part of this, mm-hmm. and that's you know of course Jay Z was there, Nas wasn't wasn't involved, Dr. Dre wasn't involved, Diddy wasn't involved. Like our our top 
tier hip hop icons. None mm-hmm. of them were a part of this. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess that's fair, right? Um, so, but overall, for what it was, and yeah. and Lo Cool J gave the disclaimer. Everybody, everybody can't fit in here. Yeah, right. But I felt like the people that they chose were great folks. I also oh, feel yeah. like there were people who they needed their flowers. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, Glow is hot at the moment. Who knows if she'll be here within the next five, ten years? Yep. But at the moment, who's the hottest woman, woman rapper um, right, right now? Is Glow? Yeah, it's Glow. Right. So um, it it saddens me again. Like three six wasn't there. Right. Um, and then with the passing of you know Lola Mitchell, I feel like that would have been a great moment. Um, Did her uh, name Bone pop Thugs up in the um? In memory, I don't. I don't remember seeing it. I don't remember seeing yeah. it. I, I was. I'm gonna say I wasn't paying. I will say that I was not paying attention to the screen. Mm-hmm. But I felt yeah. like, yeah, mm, okay, yeah. And and it could have been a situation <clears throat> where when they zoomed in on the, like she could have been on the screen. We just didn't see it. Yeah. Um. But Bone Bone Thugs wasn't there, and Bone Thugs had a moment in time. You know what in I'm time? saying? Like yeah. so. Yeah. yeah. Um. Uh. Ice Cube. You know, what I'm there are there are a lot. Fifty of folks. Cent. Yeah. Fifty there Cent are, had a so moment. Yeah, so I feel like our top tier rappers yeah. weren't involved, but it's fair. I, it, it makes sense, but I think for what it was, I think it was great. Yeah, and absolutely. all it does is make me want more. It yeah, makes me want more. Absolutely. Yeah, I feel like they, if we would have added a few more people, I think we would have, um, like you said, it would have went way over. But at the same time, like you can't, I don't know, it's almost like a double-edged sword. They de- yeah. It deserved to be acknowledged, but at the same time, yeah. it's like so much has happened. Yeah, in, in hip hop, um, that you just can't adequately do it yeah. all. But to your point, I feel like even if maybe one, maybe three additional artists just representing like their true trap, yeah, true kind of um, like, crunk, yeah. and a couple of other like sounds would have uh-huh. been like, okay, so, man, I feel like we got it all. With that being said, I know we get stuck on music. Yep. Okay. Me talking about music one, today anyway, so it's fine. One one trap artist. Who are you choosing? One, yeah. If I'm going pure trap, mm-hmm. I hate to give Atlanta its flowers, but I'm either going. And we're talking about the Grammys. I'm going Future yeah. or Ti. Okay. Only because, li- only because of just their like. If you most people, white or black, can name mm-hmm. a Future or Ti song. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I was, I was leaning toward Ti. And I'm about I saying, I probably Ti. Even and I really <clears throat> don't want to give him this, but Ti been even if it was Bring Him Out. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like the commercial success of that alone. Yeah. Even though that's not yeah. like true trap, but like the commercial success of that alone, you know, him him, him being a representation. Because Hot in Here was not Nelly's best song, mm-hmm. but it was mm-hmm. his, you know what I'm saying? So anyway, yeah, yeah. T.I. Sure. Uh, and then and then a true just South representation, you know, who would that be? Not not trap, but just a Southern hip hop. Who would that be? <sighs> that's super hard because we had Big Boy. Yeah, because to me, I don't even though at at Outcast is a Southern hip hop group. Yeah, they're not a Southern hip hop group to me. Okay, because I feel like they may have started out Southern, but then after like album two, three, they be Their they commercial have like this success, commercial success. And I I, I kind of feel the same way about Lil John. If I'm gonna be mm-hmm. honest with you, like Lil yeah. John, it was it's always been crunk, but mm-hmm. I feel like. Especially as he turned into like collaboration with the LMAO and all that other mm-hmm. kind of stuff, he evolved. Yeah. And this is not me being, it could be some bias toward Memphis, but 3 Six Mafia sound yeah. is consistent yeah. from mixtapes to mm-hmm. Oscar Award. And that was a terrible song. Yeah. 
Right. Um, but I also feel like we're talking about Grammys, though. Yeah. All out here for a pimp is yeah. very recognizable what? across different levels. Oscar. You know, it won an Oscar. You know, people yeah. know that. Uh, yeah. And not to say that they deserve the spot, but I feel like if it was a, if it was, if it was both members of Outkast, mm-hmm. if it were Lejean or if it was Three Six, I think it would have been okay <clears throat> either yeah. way. I don't know that I can yeah. pick just one, but yeah, I, feel I feel like, like either one of them would have been. Yeah, and part of me feels like Scarface Ooh, was the person they and that was no Cash Money or No Limit. Yeah, none of that. Air, that's, none of and that. that's Brad, and that's Southern and for sure. That, and that <clears throat> again, and Lil Wayne wasn't in in that. But I guess Lil Wayne, Lil Wayne performed, in that, in that but like you tier. got Juvenile, you got yeah. Master P. Uh, yeah, you could have gave you us know? make him say um, make him say was, um was a song, a, a moment. You and know then, what I'm saying? You know, and bro, we can get we can get deep, but then you got go all the way down to Florida with Trick Daddy and Uncle Luke and and Trina, Trina. And, and, oh, and, Uncle Luke would have been the one, like because provocative. It yep. it shook it shook up the industry. Like you yep. know what I'm saying? Like that, that Uncle Luke is what he is, and if and gotta give people they flowers. We do this on the Jigsaw Podcast. He changed the way hip hop was. Parental advisory, raunchy, say what you want to say. Yep. You, you can't really censor us. If it hadn't been for Uncle Luke, hip hop wouldn't be where it is. Like he has mm-hmm. a, a a big, not big piece, but at least, if anything, a brick with his name in it on hip hop. And oh, how for it is sure. Today. For sure. Yeah. I think if they did a real two hour special, they it's two hours wouldn't be enough either, but they could yeah. get so much more in because, like uh-huh. you said, we had. I love the fact that they had Salt and Pepper and um, Queen Latifah, but then uh-huh. from from you from that era, you go straight into the Look Him, Foxy Brown, yeah, Trina. Then you got the Mia X, Gangsta Booze in the South, who was holding it down, and then it gets quiet. Or then you got Eve, who kind of emerges in somewhere in yeah. the middle of it. Then it oh, gets Eve. quiet for a long time, and then to your point, we get. The you know quote unquote queen of rap Nikki mm-hmm. emerges, and because yeah. of her, how she navigates life, you know she yeah. ain't gonna be invited to these spaces. Um, Let me say this to Fifty Cent. Yeah, you've brought us power. You brought us BMF. Yeah, I want you and Questlove to collaborate and give us a hip hop TV show, like from the from the from day one of hip hop. Ah. Uh. And literally take us for the history of hip hop. That's a that's a TV show. What was that show that was on Netflix that they canceled? Um, uh, I know what you're talking about. Uh, get the get down. The get down. Is that what it was? Yeah, yeah. But it was good. Yeah, it was good. But if it you you can literally get like hip hop is so complex that he can that you can give us a TV show and from the beginning and you can have seasons upon seasons of mm-hmm. of hip hop and how. It just and merged into what it is. It on like maybe a bad boy or a Def Jam, and just take yeah. us through, and just take, just us, take through. us through yep. hip hop, and it can be it can be so good and so good that would you know oh I would That's watch I would right, watch that right. oh I would watch it for sure. But anyway, yeah. that was that. I don't want to get stuck here because if you look at you the know. title of this episode, we're talking about music, but particularly we want to help y'all, help you blacks with your mm-hmm. love and your sex that's coming up for Valentine's Day. Because we won't be on the mic for Valentine's Day. It'll be after by the time we come back. So mm-hmm. grab your chocolates, grab mm-hmm. your edible arrangements, yeah, grab your pineapples, all the things that's going to make you taste sweet, that's going to make you put you in the mood, your oysters, all the aphrodisiac foods, all those things. Come to the living room. Let's have this good Valentine's Day music edition. Yes. Episode. Let's get into it. Let's do it. 
All right, family and friends and fellow Negroes in the neighborhood, um, we mm-hmm. are here in the living room for another conversation. And as we said, leading into this, we are focusing on music, but particularly like love music. Yes. Love. Let's go. <laughs> so many things I got to tell you, <laughs> but I'm afraid I don't know how. Yes. I feel it's a Monday solo, my spirit. But there's a possibility that you look at me differently, love. Hey, mm-hmm. ever said, have we ever seen music without his glasses? Uh, I think in the half crazy music video, and his eye was going everywhere. My, it was half crazy. My God. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that thing was so, going to and fro. So before we before we dive into like. The depth of the conversation, uh, real quick. Me and Brian started off. Yep. I think the year acknowledging that 1993 was 30 years ago, mm-hmm. and it just makes us feel, you know, as old as we are. Yes. And but I think we also realized that 93 was mm-hmm. the year. It's quite possibly the goat year of R&B. It's a good, it's it a good could, year, but it, it could be because these are just some of the songs. Just some of them. Some of the songs that came out. Tevin Campbell's Can We Talk. But Black National Anthem. Like, it's a Negro spiritual. That's the way love goes. Mm, good is. one. Brian's fate. Yes. Knocking doubles. Yes. Good one. The song of the week. Just kicking it. And this who can I run to? All of it. Xscape. This is for the niggas. Strictly mm-hmm. for the mm-hmm. Anniversary. Tony, Tony, Tony. Used for every anniversary. Every church anniversary. Listen, <laughs> the musicians played They will play that. They, they, listen, they will condemn you for secular people. They're going to play that under your celebration. It's just, you know, the dichotomy yes. of it all. Uh-huh. Cry for you and lately by the bad boys of R&B jokes. Oh, my God. Baby, I'm begging, baby. I'm begging, begging, begging. Mm. I'm every woman and I have nothing. I Technically, have it's pop. Favorite Whitney Houston song. But y'all ain't gonna tell me Whitney Houston wasn't tapping into them R&B bands. Nip, Nippy was R&B artist. She was R&B. Because I remember one of them was originally Shock. Yes. Okay. Came out. And then, it has an asterisk by it, but we're gonna include it here because this album came out in 92. Mm-hmm. But the release of this single came out yeah. in 93, and that is Weak. Yeah. By SWV. S double sisters with... Voices. Voices. Time after time after time I try fighting. Fighting. It's so good. It's so good. <laughs> it's so good. It's Ooh. top tier. It's top tier R and B. No, I can't deny it. Your love so sweet. Yes. Knocks me off my feet. Then we get a key change. I get so weak. weak. And you know, they back there holding it down. Weak. <laughs> I lose control. Yes. Take that over the me. Amazing love. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> oh, don't get me. And Coco Clemens is one of the greatest voices in music history. I'm Listen, just going to say I want Coco Clemens on this here podcast. I, it's, I'm just going to say The amount of flowers that we would give her. Oh, my God. It's just, it'll be like coming to America. Just, <laughs> <everywhere>. <laughs> anyway, 
Um, it's so good. But ni- that's just a part. That's just a part of '93, and that's mm. not even to say that t- Tony Braxton's debut album came out in '93. Oh, Babyface dropped for the fooling you in '93. Like Jesus. it was so. It was so many things uh, happening in '93. It was just a time. Breathe again. Mm. And I can't stop thinking about how everything used to be. Yes, and I can't stop thinking about how the love me, and I can't get it out of my head. Yeah, listen, Brian, they ain't doing that. They ain't doing it like that no more. Anyway, and let me say this: Go ahead. Every single person that lives had a distinct voice. Yes. Like you know Whitney Houston's Every voice. Every single person. You know Coco Clemens' voice. Yes. You know Casey and Jojo's no voice. And JoJo. You know Dino's voice from H Town. They didn't have a long career because you know things happened and they died. One main singer died, right? But you know Tevin Campbell's like they all had distinct yep. sounds. Tony Tone, you know Rob, you know Rafael You know. You know. <sighs> Janet Jackson. Jesus. Just whispering mm-hmm. on the track. <laughs> just whisper, Brian. Real quick, can you do yeah. something totally, 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 <laughs> totally not? Can you give us a little Aaron Neville? <laughs> <laughs> can you do it for us real quick? Is that history month? <laughs> can, you... <laughs> can I even do it? I can't. I can't even do it. I don't even, I don't even know Aaron Neville song. Uh... I'm gonna do uh, the nigga that sound like uh, Aaron Neville on. Do it on, on... Jumpy Key Stand. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Who is that man? Who is that? That's uh, some. I don't know. I ain't gonna hold you. I ain't gonna lie to you on this podcast. Uh, I knew you was gonna say that. <laughs> When you said whisper, Reverend, that night just took me back to when you first did that a couple of years ago. That thing took me to a place. Ooh, uh, so good. That impression is so good. You should take that on the road. It's so it's that Where good. is it? Is Aaron Neville still in the land? Him of the and his mole is still here, I believe. It's still here. It's still here. He oh. is Dorinda Clark Cole. He's still here. by the grace of God. But anyway, we oh. bring that up because, like, the. Like I feel like R&B, of course, existed way before 1993. But yeah. some of the classics that we know and love today, you know, mm-hmm. came out of that that particular year, leading up to the year after that year, and it just kind of shaped specifically. This podcast is hosted by millennials, right? We say it in yep. the beginning all the time, and for us millennials, it kind of shaped how we look at R&B. You yep. know, we can be very judgy. Mm-hmm. About our, ooh, we, the one thing we did recap in the Grammys: Chris Brown, Chris Maurice Brown did not know. <laughs> Who Robert Glasper was, and he told us, and then he gave that backhanded apology <laughs> and all that other kind of stuff. And we, we you know, we ain't got to get into all that. But anyway, it really helps us shape how we love and think about R and B. You know, who is our yeah. king of R and B? You know, we got this one great guy who had all these troubles, and now he's in jail. Oh, and yeah, you know, while we probably don't listen to his catalog, you know, we can't deny the fact that he gave us really great <laughs> music. You, yeah, because when I was looking to do my research, bro, Twelve Play came out in '93. Oh, um, gosh. 
And that's a that it is came out in ninety, and you can you know what I'm saying. Again, oh we are gosh. not excusing him at all. But my God, that album, right? He a body of work, a like, body of work. It's, it's about. I mean, his his whole discography, you know. And the, and and we realize watching, you know, we don't even get into all that anyway. Oh um, but gosh. like, I'm, yeah. looking at, I'm looking at it right now. Jesus Christ! But okay, it just it just shaped, you know, uh, for us because, like I said, I think we said it earlier. Brown was eight in ninety three. I had turned four, and so at mm. a very young age, we're hearing these songs, and as we get older, get exposed to these different songs. Because my parents were very. I think Levert dropped the album. I'm going to be my my mama was a big. Gerald LaVert mm-hmm. fan. So I'm sure that was playing somewhere <laughs> in my little three-year-old listening ears. You know what I'm saying? But all this shaped how we listen to and love mm-hmm. music. And you hear it come out of me and Brian's conversation. Brian will reference an 80s, 90s rap song, you know, mm-hmm. or, you know, his love for 90s, that that era of hip-hop with, you know, the roots and all the kind of people. Yeah. Even we were talking about last week with the spinners. You know, I was able to boom, 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 boom. Um, yeah. You know, with, with all these different things. So it kind of shaped how we are. And this particular era of music continues to shape how we look at R&B the nostalgia that we hear in some of the new artists and these new these um reproduced sounds i would say like that because yeah. like you know bruno mars is the king of that oh, he's, he's taking yeah. a sound and bringing mm-hmm. that thing back um yep. so anyway brian what would you say overall just before we get into some of the more direct questions is like your love your affinity for R&B. I guess what what song or what era of R&B, if not the 1993 era, kind of shaped how you view and look at the genre in terms of love songs? Because that's all they, I, that's the other thing. Before we get into it, all of R&B yeah. back then was all love. It it was all love. It was I mean, sex, but like all love. love and sex, all of it. Yeah, it was heavy. Um, and I will say, uh, it. I don't know if this answering the question, but like I feel like 90s R&B shapes. How I feel and think about love, um, romance, and courting, and what it feels like to be loved, and how you want to be loved. I feel like '90s R&B, it like <clears throat> it's if it, it, even subconsciously shapes how how we feel, and even women. Mm-hmm. I really like feel like women feel like now when you see like on TikTok when women be like, "Why are niggas doing this no more? Mm-hmm. Why are niggas, like you're wanting." What niggas was talking about in nineties R and B? Yes, and you're like, well, where it, where is this? Where are the, you know, they be saying like, well, God sent make a new batch of niggas because they ain't doing it because what you're looking for, yeah, is nineties R and B. Nineties R and B, like a lot of them dudes weren't doing what they were singing about, but that's another conversation. Yeah, that's another, that's another <laughs> conversation. But even and I don't know, I don't know what year my 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 came out. They might have been in the eighties, but like even Johnny Gill, oh, my my my, you know, mm-hmm. um, he's telling you right. Put on your red dress. Put on high heels. Uh, sweet perfume. Nineteen ninety. She looks good on you. Nineteen ninety. Yeah, mm-hmm. she looks good on you. Uh, put on your lipstick. Let your hair down because tonight's gonna be a special night. Like he's telling you what the evening is gonna be like. He ain't even talking about hitting it yet. He's talking about like we getting dressed. We going mm-hmm. somewhere. I, I hardly have it planned out. What do women want? They want men to have stuff planned out. Yes. Um. You know, uh, intentionality. Like nineties R and B had all those things. It was intentional. It was heartfelt. It was loving. Um, it wasn't, um, and although behind the scenes misogyny was like a big thing, oh yeah, right. And t- sexual assault was a big thing, and all that kind of stuff. Even on the music, it was. Um, I want you uh, to be a part of my life. I want to marry you. I want to you to take my last name. Um, even Aura uh, of the dude from Chicago. If anything, it was at least okay. Have, okay. Uh-huh. At least have a baby. You know what I'm saying? It was. Mm-hmm. It was. It was. It was. 
it was deeper than just. He had a song the, that was half on a baby. Don't you? Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. But it was, it was, it was deep. It was, it, it was a, it did something. And yeah. I think even to this day, I'm married and I can listen to a '90s R&B song, and if it don't feel, it takes you to a place. Like, it takes you to a place. It, and funny thing is, Joshua, you were four, I was seven, and it took us to a place that we had no, no idea. idea. Nope. <laughs> and then we get older, and they were like, now and now it slaps for real because we like now we understand this and nigga how we how we in our early uh, or how we kids and feeling heartbreak on a track, not ain't never been heartbroken, and then you get to elementary school and you get your first little girlfriend and you making playlists, and you, you know what I'm saying like Talk that's what nineties R and B, right? That's what nineties R and B did to you. Another seven year old got you weak in the knees. Listen, I think Lauren <laughs> said uh, a boy called her house and then on a voicemail saying weak in the knees or something like that. Saying weak. <laughs> right? Like, what do you know about being weak and you like eight, nine? You know yeah. what I'm saying? The but way Jaden goes up, Jaden and Josh, for Can We Talk? Mm-hmm. Because I just played it around them. They be singing that thing like, Girl, come here. Like I want to know you, and and ain't approaching no woman like that. You well, Josh may be now because he's middle school, but you know what I'm saying. But like they go yeah. up, yeah, for that. So I, I definitely, um, I definitely, and I agree, right? Mm-hmm. I agree. Like I, that's why I say, like subliminally, we're hearing these things in the background. So we mm-hmm. go to school, and as we're growing up, like you know, these things continue. And that's the thing about it. Like they came out, we were so young, but mm-hmm. they never, we never stopped hearing it. Yeah, we never said, you know, whether it was in, you know, at, at the pep rallies or just like at the, you know, especially at HBCU or just played or I went to a predominantly black high school. So, like, you mm-hmm. never know what song they're going to use and like the homecoming coordination walking down. Like, yeah, they use anything. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I definitely understand what you're saying. And, you know, and just on how R&B and you're right. It shapes, I think, a lot of times how it kind of gave us our first introduction um, mm-hmm. And you said this, our first introduction to how we associate how we love and our yeah. romance. Yeah. Um. So I'm going to ask you this. In your opinion, mm-hmm. you know, and it's a very like direct question, but it could be, yeah. you know, some nuance there. What what would you say separates a true love song from a, a sex song? Um, <laughs> The love song is how you feel about the woman. I'm going to use Cabrera Men. I'm talking about women. The love song is how you feel about a woman. Mm-hmm. The sex song is what you want to do to that woman. Okay. And usually it was... Can they merge? They definitely can merge. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think of a song off the joint. So Fiendin was really like, you know... Um, uh, I can see Fiendin as a both as a both end. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I feel like a lot of Jodeci's, you know, and then Baby I'm Begging, Baby I'm Begging. Like, there's songs where they were they were merging together the sound mm-hmm. of those things. Knocking the Boots was a sex song. Knocking um, the Boots was a straight up sex song. It was just straight up sex. Um, turn off the lights uh, was a straight up sex song. It's called yeah, like, Turn Off the Lights. Yeah. So they were <laughs> they, they they were straight up sex songs, but even within the straight up sex songs, they still had a certain level of like soul mm-hmm. to them. Let's get it on was a a fancy yeah. sex song. Yeah. Like <laughs> It, mm-hmm. and, and that's to me that's that's what so I think love song is really how I feel mm-hmm. um, uh, and the sex songs were like just what I'm gonna do mm-hmm. you know 
So so the Chris Browns of the world, they probably they lean way more into sex. Yeah, I feel like they lean more into just sex, but even within like so knocking the boots, for instance. Mm-hmm. Um it starts about talking about uh last night we talking back. We made some good love. Listen to some Marvin Gaye all night mm-hmm. long. So even within that, it was kind of like on some, I want to make love to you. Yeah. But we still having sex. Like, mm. nigga, darn freaking boys, we had a song called I'll Make Love to You. Like, But if you want me to. Yeah. <laughs> if you want me to. And I'll hold, and I'll, and I'll hold you tight. Maybe all through Baby the night. Maybe all through the night. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it, was, it wasn't on. Now it's like, I'm going to bust this dick and, you know, I'm going to mm-hmm. pop that hooch. Like, it's, it's like, it's it's the 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 complaint is niggas just want to have sex. Mm-hmm. Ain't no foreplay right? involved. Ain't, ain't the, no foreplay the setup involved. ain't there no more. Yeah, yeah. Like y'all want y'all want sex without monogamy or sex mm-hmm. without intimacy, mm-hmm. right? And again, and we can break that whole down. Intimacy and sex are, yeah. are two totally are different two things. Different things. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like people are having sex without intimacy. And granted, are we a more of an explorative and a little more free thinking about sex oh, and women's sure. bodies and all that kind of stuff? Yeah. However, I still think at the core, a lot more people would rather have the intimacy with the sex than the sex without the intimacy. Especially for those who are in relationship, right? So I yeah. think, like you said, with the with the journey guild in my mind, it's the build up. Um, yeah. It is the, um, you know, going back to Jodeci, my favorite army group of all time, um, yeah. their song, Can We Talk? I mean, yeah. Come and Talk to Me. Like, yeah. come and talk I to me. Really I really want to be on. Oh. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Um, like that. And, and like, because even like, can we talk I, I and come and talk you. to me? You know what I'm saying? They have very similar themes because they even talk about, like, I think in one thing, like, your hair is always done and perfect. Like, mm-hmm. they're, they're envisioning this woman and like coming, yeah. like, they're begging you to come and talk to me. Come and right. talk to me. I really want. So neither one of them had the courage to talk to the other woman. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, but it, but it's that point of well, now we kind of know Tevin was he went, yeah. you know, he was I, <laughs> yeah. and that's fine. You want to, you know, come yeah, talk to him. yeah, come, come, come talk to your man too. Um, right, but right. I, but my thing is, neither one had the courage to go talk to the partner, and but it was still this level of admiration. Like I'm yeah. so captivated by the essence I'm of you, infatuated by you, like right? Who are I mean, you? Because even gotta... like you said in the um in their other song, I don't say this part because you won't, I don't need to say all that, but take my money. My yeah. and my for a hit of you, a hit of you. you can have it all. All oh, because making, making love, love. <laughs> oh, anytime making we, love, bro. And that's the that's the thing. Um, so it's just like a baby, and then they cry for you, baby. I will cry for you tonight. And uh, it's just oh, uh, it's just so. Good. And then if we talk about the Drew Hills of the world, yeah. like tell me what you want. Mm-hmm. Tell me what you Tell me what you need. need. Tell and that's Tell you're tapping into. Maybe bigger. I'm begging, but like I think it's you know in, on one part, yeah, they were beggars, but I think on another mm-hmm. part, like you said, they really acknowledged the fact that it takes a certain level of intimacy to yep. get you there. Yeah, um, and it's almost like that builder. Like if you really talk about a woman, most times women, like for men, when we're aroused, me gonna get hard. Mm-hmm. It's just it, it don't for a lot of us. It don't take yeah. A whole, I ain't gonna say it don't take a whole lot, but basically, yeah. once we find that point of a like serious sexual attraction, Eyes. we're yeah. gonna boom, it's gonna happen. For a woman, like yeah, yes. that may be attractive, but like you sexy. But from my experience, that foreplay is what gets them there. You want yep. them dripping down mm-hmm. their thighs. Yep. You get like like do do the pr- plan that date. 
Mm-hmm. If you married, had that house completely clean. Take yeah. away the responsibilities from her altogether. You know right. what I'm saying? Wine and dine her. Do all these things that builds her up in that way. And I promise mm-hmm. you, her panties will feel like they've been dipped in water when it's done. Cause I'm saying, cause it's that, and and yeah. and nineties R and B was yeah. that I'm gonna get you wet. Yeah. Now yeah. I'm about now, to get it. Now let's smash. That's let's go. Nineties R and B was the foreplay, and I think today's R and B just takes us straight to penetration. And there's yeah. no we gotta night today's R and B wants to use lube. Nineties R and B said yeah. we gonna tap into the natural lube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> Joe, I want to know. Joe, I want to. I know you don't if like. If you wanted know. to lose me, you just I'm, played hide and but, seek. But, no, but listen, listen, okay. listen, okay. listen. Okay, this this songwriter he says, okay. right? I want to know what turns you on. Okay, right? I want to take that. you on a journey through your mind. I want to all those things. Is he's talking about like literally? Like, yes. let me know how I can please you. Yes, right. Anything you say, I'll do. I only want to make you happy. Right, mm-hmm. tank. Uh, uh, turn off, uh, what is it? Uh, take a clothes off, um, light the candle, drink the wine. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, uh, boys and men said tonight is your night. We're gonna celebrate all. You know, all through the night. Uh, you know, all, it was all about all these woman. Things. How can I please mm-hmm. you? Mm-hmm. How can I please you? Because at, by me pleasing you, I'm gonna then get pleased out of out of that situation. But even the women understood that too. TLC with mm-hmm. Red Light Special. Yeah, like they listed out how the mm-hmm. night was going to be. And the yeah. things that they were going to do to make that night. Like, I'm going to be your freaky mm-hmm. fantasy. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, they mm-hmm. missed it. They were Janae Aiko before Janae Aiko. Oh. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. I'm going to say, but they were yeah. literally, and like, even Beyonce's, like, Rocket. It starts off, let me sit down. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Like, she starts off, like, it's 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 this buildup of how I want to please, and 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 there are differences between me. I think they're talking about the difference between men and women, but they they outline the ways in which they want to provide a certain level of pleasure to their partners, and so it just yeah. wasn't the men; it was the women out here really showing and exhibiting um, their sexuality in a way of how they wanted to right. please their men. It was just you know, and, it was a time, and 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 not to and not to go stay here for forever, but so millennials, Ari Lennox. Jasmine Sullivan. Oh, yes. A song called Sit On It, mm-hmm. right? I want to sit on it, but tell me why you deserve mm-hmm. <laughs> for me to sit on it, right? You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? It was on some like, I, I want to do the thing, but get me there and to the point where like, it, 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 you know what I'm saying? Like that just, 90s R&B is what, is what made or created Jasmine Sullivan R. Lennox. Bro, Janet Jackson's anytime, anyplace. Oh, in the thundering rain, you stare into my eyes. Mm. I can feel your hand moving mm-hmm. up my thighs, skirt mm. around my waist, Jesus. wall against my face. I Jesus. can feel your lips. I don't want to stop just because people walking by are watching us. I don't my give Lord. a what they think. <laughs> I want you now, anytime, any place. Any place. I don't care who's around. Wow. But see, but and that was the audacity of women. And I think sometimes, especially when we had these conversations about women, you know, like all oh, like Jenna Jackson literally said this nigga was basically fingering her on a wall in public. Mm-hmm. And she yeah. was like, I don't even care. I, I want it right now. It was yeah. like 
And again, I think that plays into the differences of how men and women respond to sex. Men want to be wanted. Yeah. But I think the difference, so, like so women, men want to be wanted. Yep. We want to be wanted. But I think the difference in how we want to be wanted is kind of like what we described. Brian, would you agree that women want the, they want all the stuff that leads to, like foreplay for them is more than just eating them out and nibbling on their ear. Right? It's the yeah. build up to that. And then the that takes them to write all that kind of stuff. But for men, if when you say, if a woman walked up mm-hmm. to, just use your wife. Lauren walked up to you and be like, Brian, I want mm-hmm. some dick now. Mm. Immediately, you like, mm-hmm. let's go. Let's because <laughs> it, 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 it is that thing like you want, like you want it. Just yep. as bad as I want it. You, like, you fiend it for all these different types of things. So I think- yeah. How we see women singing about men doesn't have all the put on your black suit because for us yeah. it is the it is the allure of you like you, you want, want this- me you want you want me yes you know what I'm saying and and you're like you're very you're matter of fact about it yeah you that's you, the energy you get nasty with it you tell him yeah. to come get this thing and and, and, and here's lady. the thing they're yeah. set up for them too because. You are making sure the house is ready. You've made yourself ready, whatever that means. Yep. Mm-hmm. All these different type of things. So I'm in the house like, oh, you didn't, oh, you didn't set it up. That mm-hmm. is a level of turn on for men that yeah. even the women of the 90s and like that level yeah. of R&B was providing that sometimes we don't see. Because even like, I love Ari Lennox and Jasmine Sullivan's music. But that, yeah. you know, speaking of the new artists, that's an element that we don't necessarily mm-hmm. hear from them. Right, yeah. is that that set up that build up? They'll tell mm-hmm. you they want it, right? But mm-hmm. I think it's a, it's, it's still it's some, some subtle nuances there, which isn't a bad thing. It's not a bad yeah, thing, yeah. But there's some subtle mm-hmm. nuances there um, that I think exist that made just that music from the '90s and R&B just what it was in terms of just mm-hmm. love and sex. So um, anyway, let's just let's yep. ooh. I think I think we hit this a little bit. We talked about how do love songs and sex evolve over time. I think we hit yep. that because uh, I don't want to get stuck, bro. I don't want to get stuck because ooh, because yeah, I know I us. Um. So the rest of this um, living room is going to be a little bit fun because, you know, Brian and I could we could probably we could probably write a joint dissertation about oh yeah <laughs> R and B music, yeah. but for the let's help the people out as they navigate their um their R and B or their their Valentine's Day situations. Mm-hmm. Um, we're not here to judge you whether you're married, you're shacking, you're dating situationship. Um, you called an ex and you don't want to be alone. Whatever it is, what are five songs that you mm. believe? Couples should be listening to on Valentine's Day, like your five that you would give them. Uh, let me uh, slowly by Tank. It's one of my favorites, okay. uh, especially if you are if you are a churchy person. Mm. Slowly by Tank will get you. It, it 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 will it will minister to you. Okay, that's one. Um, <clears throat> when we by Tank, I, honestly, you can really just go listen to Tank all night. Okay, and <laughs> Tank will have you messed up. Um, Pussy Fairy. By Janae Aiko. Okay. Uh, it goes hard, gets the people going. Um, mm, what's another one? I know it was played out. Hours and hours is a good song. It mm. was it was overplayed last year. I'm, I I know I know these things, but hours and hours is a good song. Okay. Um, let me round it out. For those that like like Harry Kucha music. Uh, brown skin by Ndiaye is a sensual. But that's for the folks who love the Harry Coochies. Um, and you want to love. That's for the Hoteps. That's for the you know, um, you know, Black Queens Forever. 
Snow Bunnies Never. Like that's that 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 mm. audience there. So I I rounded it out. I gave y'all some freaky stuff and also gave you some Black Power, um, Peen and Punani music. Okay. What about you? Um. So I'm gonna throw an old one out there because I'm I'm gonna do a little bit of love music too and say, mm. "Bet you by golly wow." Bet you by golly wow. I mean, cause cause sometimes Ash will roll her eyes at me. But then I can see her over there kind of giving like a little a little bop or a groove and I be playing tap into my old school bag. Uh and I just mm-hmm. feel like certain songs, like to me, the lyrics of like this one, Bet you back all while you're the one that I've been waiting for forever. Mm-hmm. Like those songs just kind of um get me there. Um Caught Up in the Rapture by Anita Baker. Um if we going, that's two. That I'll give you in terms of like love. Um, the other three, I'll go freaky. Let me pull from my. Pl- I got several playlists here. <clears throat> All of my mm. playlists are called Jamal vibes because that's when I tap into my alter ego. Um, freaky Deaky Interlude by Eric Billinger is a song. Mm. I mean, just since we're here. And here's the part. Oh. <laughs> All right. Oh. You know what I'm saying? I'm mad. Mm-hmm. Okay, so if y'all saints over here listening, you know, judge how you want to. That's why your poom poom dry. Um, the other one that you can do, use me by Miguel. Um, it's a really, really great one, and then uh, I will round it out by um, Time Today, BJ to Chicago Kid. Mm. Oh, that's a good one, BJ to Chicago Kid. That was be three, five of the ones I would do, and Bitch by Golly Wow, and some all of them can be traded out depending on how I'm feeling. But I just, if we're talking about like a well rounded kind of Valentine's Day situation, those will be some of the you know, kind of where I would go. Um, mm-hmm. With it, um, next Brian, five songs yeah. that seem like love songs, but are not that people should stay away from. Um, I will always and maybe love not, you. and maybe not five. I mean, just any songs. Yeah, I mean, I will always love you by Mariah Carey. Mm-hmm. Not Mariah Carey. Sorry, Whitney Houston. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, not a love. Definitely song. not a love song. Um, a woman's work by Maxwell <laughs> is not a love song. I don't care if it's falsetto. It's nice. It is not a love song. <laughs> um, piece of my love by Guy. Is not a love song. Well, if you if you're if you're a side piece, technically, if you if you're okay with that, that's fine. No no side piece shaming, right? Mm-hmm. No side piece shaming. Um, Saving my love by Whitney Houston is also <coughs> not a love song. Not a love song. Again, it's, it's no side piece shaming, but that's not the um, that's not the best song. Like uh, for that, that's four I can think of off, off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. Okay. What about you? Um, Pretty Wings by Maxwell. It's Maxwell awesome. has songs that sound like love songs. Are not a love song. <laughs> These are the times by Drew Hill. Oh, it's not a song you should be. Pl- it is literally about a song about them deciding to wait to have sex. <laughs> it is about losing <laughs> your virginity. I don't know if it's it's not clear. But the lyrics is about either losing your virginity or the couple having sex for the first time and them kind of navigating what that means. It should not be played. The Other Side uh, of the Game by Erica Badu is not one. I guess I meet you in this lifetime. 
Mm-mm. It's basically saying, I like you. And if mm-hmm. you would have came earlier, we could have right. been together. But since I'm with this nigga, I mm-hmm. guess I'll meet you next lifetime. That it yeah. sounds great. It does. It is not what you should be playing. Um, I had one more that was at the top of my brain, but it it slips me. Uh, oh, I think I'm, I'm trying to confirm the lyrics because there's a part in there um, that I know people be like grooving to. And it's like a fast song. So it's typically something you probably wouldn't play. But just in case you want to like set the mood. Um, uh, okay, I'm so into you. There it is by SWV. Mm. Mm. Um, yeah, basically saying I'm so into you. I don't know what I'm going to do. Um, and be like, and it basically they literally say your girl's gonna find out. We should mm. like that. Ain't the song you play on the way to the date? Because you know sometimes we don't play the sex songs on the way to yeah. the restaurant. We play like the yeah, You're telling me that you love me. Yeah, That's, like because I think I just looked up the lyrics to confirm, uh, and this here goes. Um, you belong to a girl yeah. that loves you. Okay, boy, I got me so confused. You're not mine. Yeah, mm, she's not fine. She'll blow mine with the things you do mm-hmm. to me. Yeah, like basically. But you're not my. She's not blind to the things you do for me. Things you do mm-hmm. for me. But all I know is I'm, I'm so into you. So into you. And then I don't know what I'm going to do. Boy, you got me so confused. I don't know what I'm going to do. Um. So even at the party, everything like that. Like if y'all are curating, a, like these are not the love songs y'all think that they are. <laughs> these are side piece right. songs. These are like breakup songs. These are I don't know what I'm doing with my life. Um. Meeting the meeting in my bed, like with like at the end of that, but Drew Hill and if someone else is in my bed, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. They, they, they were cheating, like yeah, yeah. 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 He found his girlfriend with a girl, so it's, it's, it's so many things that we be playing and hyping up that are just not, mm-hmm. not those. Um, end of the road, boys. Remember, I had that one too. That one was real toxic. It I think, is. I think one of the lines says, "This time instead, just come to my bed." <laughs> and don't let me down. I'm like, bro, like, although we've got to the end, right? We belong and we together. We played it at graduations. Know. Yeah, and that is a breakup song. <laughs> it is a breakup song. And then you trying to you trying to uh, manipulate the girl and saying like, and this is your first time and all that kind of stuff. But like, come back to me, but you know, come back to my bed. Like, I don't want you know, I don't want to be with you. I just want to you know, smash. Speaking of breakup songs, you yeah. know, I got a special love for Gladys the Night. Okay. Midnight Train or no, no. We, I don't want to be the first one to say goodbye neither one of us yeah neither one of us yeah. I ain't even gotta be feeling a breakup when I tell you neither one of us when I tell you bro she sings that from the depths of she did not want to leave that man but she just knew better mm-hmm. that is a song now, I know that's not what we're talking about but if you ever if you go through a breakup on Valentine's Day play that one because mm. that thing is so good um, okay so now y'all know some songs y'all should not be playing all right, we've talked about this before, Brian. Mm-hmm. But as of today, in 2023, Oof. your top five R&B songs of all time. Oof, let me write this down. As of top today. Top five R&B songs as of, today. of all time. Um, most of them are on this list here. Okay. <clears throat> Can We Talk is perfect. You can't beat that. Okay. Like, there's, in, in, in a versus, only song that could probably rival that is Weak. Okay. Um, so, Can We Talk... Weak. Make me um, pull up my notebook so I can write mine down too. 
knocking the boots is going to still be. I in my, knew in that my was going to be there. My you, know, you know me. You know me. I don't. I don't really. I don't really change too much. Um, then after that, the other than that, it can really go multiple ways. Right? Do I go with a D'Angelo song? Mm. Um, and that one, if I'm gonna use a D'Angelo song, not really D'Angelo song, it's really a Lauren Hill song, but Lauren Hill slash D'Angelo, nothing else matters. Mm. Nothing else matters. Mm-hmm. I'm going there. Mm-hmm. Um, and yearning for your love. Oh, great. Um, yearning for your love. Gap band, and I'm. Can I give a couple honorable mentions, yeah, or I'm gonna let you it. do your list go first? For it, go for it. Go for it. Um. <clears throat> Uh, Luther, it might hold oh, that might be my in my top five. Dang it! I, so I don't want to move anybody out, but Luther, this is might be my all time favorite song. No, um, never too much. It's R and B. Um, what's the other one? It's an Isley song. Uh, shoot, what's the Isley song? Um, mm-hmm. Isley Brothers got so many. It, it's a oh, hold on, and, and it's killing me because I'm a t- if I can listen to it every single day. Um, Isley, Isley Brothers. Oh, for the love of you. Mm. It just starts out so. Mm-hmm. You know, um, them, you know them boys sang uh, sang in church. <clears throat> yeah, um, I'm sure there's some ones I'm missing that are like probably probably will kill myself uh, for missing. Um, Computer love mm-hmm. is is there. Uh, I want to be a man. I can, if this if this world were mine, Luther Vandross, Ooh, yeah. like I'm, I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna stop. If this world mine, I gave you ten songs right there, and like <clears throat> and I probably can list a, a, so many more that I can, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's the one? Heat wave. Uh, I will always love you. Forever, always love Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm done. I'm done. And I, can I, I can... will always love you. That's it. Okay, so my top five. Mm-hmm. Week. Okay. Come and talk to me, Jodeci. Yes. Beauty. Probably oh, didn't uh, notice yeah. you. They had a chokehold on you recently. Um, you know, Dreaming Eyes of Mine, D'Angelo. Oh, And um, Caught Up in the Rapture, Anita Baker. Good one. My top five. We go on honorable mentions. Um, Next Lifetime, Erica Badu. Mm-hmm. Neither one of us glad tonight. I just, mm-hmm. R&B song. It's just so good. Yeah. Midnight Tainer, George L.A. Prove too much for the man. <laughs> there was a certain conviction that Gladys Knight had when she sang. The same way I be going up for Anita Baker is when the mm-hmm. good Gladys Knights, bro, on my mm-hmm. way to teach the babies at the Capitol Tillier, mm-hmm. I had Josh in the Choco listen to Gladys Knight's greatest hits. We was in that thing. Midnight training. Mm-hmm. We was in that thing. Love overboard. <laughs> we was in that thing. We was in that thing going in. I love me some Gladys tonight. Um, yeah. Um, Till you come back to me, that's what I'm gonna do. Auntie Riri, it's my song. Um, yeah. Zoom. Um, yeah. It's just so many. Um, Let's stay together. Out green. Um, Love and happiness. Out green. Mm-hmm. Um, shoot, Gloria. The song you didn't know. My Gloria. <laughs> things will never be. Woo! <laughs> the same again. The spinners that we talked about last week. Uh, it mm-hmm. takes a fool to learn <laughs> how to love that somebody. Love won't love nobody. My mm. God. Uh, I mean, just so There's many so much. great songs. I mean, even this might be a little cliche, but Stevie Wonder's "Ripping in the Sky." 
Yeah. It's a song. It is like a yeah. love ballad. Just mm-hmm. um Love Should Have Brought You Home Last Night. Tony Braxton is yeah. one of my favorites. Um Beyonce's I Care. You know, yeah. That is I'm a, that is I'm, my I know it's your term. I'm gonna throw another one in there. Yeah. Uh Donnie Hathaway's a song for you. Oh, great song. Yeah. Great song. Yeah. It's just so much, bro. It's so much that we can mm-hmm. we can probably go and do. Um J- PJ Morton, this is a song. That you probably shouldn't like, but two hearts. I've mm. got two hearts. Help me, please. Mm. Some, some picture me this. Like basically, he's in love with two women. Um, mm. But it's such a well-written. It takes you on a journey. It's such a good. Oh, and his version of um, the Cheers theme song on um, mm. Live in LA. Yeah. Chef's kiss. I mean, don't you want to go? And Zebulon is in the back, just running up and down all the scales just it's so good it's so and it's live you can hear it like it was recorded like some random atlanta cafe well it was not atlanta it was in la but still it was like in somebody's basement black it was Mm -hmm. it had to be in oakland somewhere brian that's where it was at it wasn't la i feel like it was in some oakland it was like the den that's where it was (laughs) it was at the den where moesha then was at because you the acoustics in there is bad on that album but it's so good Mm -hmm. So, so, so good. So, those are some of my favorites. All of them are not like love songs, but we're talking about just R&B in general. Um, yeah. Again, me and Brian probably go on and on and on. Um, yep. ooh, on and on. Erica Badu. Badu. <laughs> Such That's a good it. song. There, there's so much like good R&B out there. Like, yes. And and, and, I, and we didn't even mention like any current stuff. Like, you know what I mean? Not like, for you, Prince. Oh. That's my oh. favorite Prince song. <laughs> That, mine too. I'm not your man. Okay. Um, that's, right. that's, so, okay. I'm going to make it even harder for you as we close out this okay. conversation. Top five R&B artists of all okay. time. I think I can Groups do, or, so I'm gonna, or solo? Yeah, I'm going to do my... I'm going to do my... I'm going to... My favorite R&B artists of all time. Okay. Everybody should know this if you listen to the podcast. Okay. This is Soul Child. Okay. Best six album run in the history of any 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 artist. Right. Okay. You can literally pick the first six albums and just press play. Um Erica Badu, my favorite uh female mm. artist. Or oh, she's your right. favorite female R and B artist or Neo Soul, whatever. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I knew yeah. that, Brian. Have you said yeah. that Erica Badu, before? If I, if I if I'm yeah, if I'm picking if I'm picking one I think on, when I first started uh, filling in for, on the podcast and I uh-huh. just was visiting, I did my R&B. You said, what catalogs would I take? I would take Music Soul Child and Erica Badu. You said male and the female. I'm taking music. I'm taking Erica Badu. Okay. Do I know all her lyrics? No. But do I love her music? Yes. Um, so then after that, I'm going uh, Stevie Wonder, Aretha Franklin, Luther Vandross. Okay. In terms of R&B art. And, and honestly, Stevie's, Stevie's there to stay. Aretha is there because she's Aretha Franklin. Like, mm-hmm. there's mm-hmm. Luther could be interchanged with some people, yeah. so many people. Yeah, but I'm gonna st- I'm gonna stick beside music because he's my favorite male. Uh, Erica is my favorite female. Um, Stevie is mm-hmm. Stevie freaking Wonder. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. ain't nobody writing better and ain't nobody playing music better than Stevie. Mm-hmm. Aretha Franklin is Aretha Franklin, and then Luther is nigga the, the best male vocalist we've ever had in life. So don't you remember you told me? Uh-huh. Tactician. That the nigga can the nick no one is out singing Luther Vandross. Not a soul. Can we get flowers? Aretha. Aretha, what did he say? 
<laughs> what? Well, thank God for Dion because if Dion I'm about Warwick to say, because no she song, gave him 30% of his catalog. <laughs> listen, that nigga Luther loves some Dion Warwick. But you, but, so I watched a documentary as a side note. She had a career, bro. Like, she yeah. was one of the women who, like, first took off that, like, was big in Europe and was, like, killing the game, like, major, mm-hmm. big, mega superstar in terms of, like, crossover appeal. Like, yeah. she wasn't just singing to the blacks. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, she. If y'all didn't know, a lot of Luther songs. His some of his biggest hits were Dion Warwick originals. Yeah. Now his are much better, <laughs> but <laughs> they are from. Nigga, he's a singer. He's a singer. He's a, he is a singer, and we're mm-hmm. gonna talk about the freaking uh, the the vocalist at some point. Probably think in another episode later on in the future. Billboard's best singers of all time. We right? gotta tap no it. No one has touched. No one has touched. We gotta tap it to it. Nobody. Yeah. But that's neither here nor there. Um, all top five. Um, D'Angelo. Oh, Shadow. You can't, you can't go wrong with D'Angelo. Without, like, um, there's there's no doubt in that. Jodeci. Yeah. Can't go wrong. With, can't go wrong with Jodeci. Um, the next three are hard. Mm-hmm. Very hard. Um, I will probably add Erica Badu on there because yeah. I love Ms. Badu. And the next three, wrong. those are the only two that stay for me that will never leave. D'Angelo and, and Erica. Jodeci. Okay, so those three no, are no, those two. Two. So D'Angelo and D'Angelo and Jodeci or never De'Ang- leave my list. Okay. All right. The next three are interchangeable depending on how okay. I feel. Um with with some with with it's gonna have to be some strong convincing to knock them out though. Mm-hmm. And that's Erica Badu. Mm-hmm. That is Miss Gladys Knight. Solid. And it's a tie between Anita and uh, and Al Green. Oh, that's 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 solid. If I'm, if I'm talking about all time, because I yeah, could literally yeah. tap into, and then if I'm, you know, something that'll knock somebody off of those lists would be a music soul child for me. Definitely, mm-hmm. definitely would be a PJ Morton because I was with rocking with PJ back in 05, 06. Yeah. Um, would be a John Legend first three albums. Oh, um, that was would be a Hill. Um, you know what I'm saying? It would be a. Man, I mean, just there's a few people that'll that'll start interchanging some of those folk. Let'll take Erica Badu out and put that person mm-hmm. in. I was a really big Jilly from Philly fan, and like in that major neo soul really? okay. era, like I really love. I was really rocking hard with um, Jill Scott. Mm-hmm. Not so much when she would be on my top list. That was just a note. Um, yeah. She had me in a chokehold back in like between like maybe 08 to 2010. Um, mm-hmm. But that's when that neo soul, Anthony Hamilton, all them was like they were dominating R and B. And we Harris, gotta give Anthony Hamilton more of his flowers. Yeah, Bruh, The point of it all—that's a good one. I like Charlene. The point Charlene of goes. it all is mm. is a is a song. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Anyway, spending enough time here. No Anything that you want to, you know, encourage the people with before we um before we send them off into their Valentine's Day bliss and glory. Uh, long live R and B. Um, long live romance. Um, make your request known uh, in advance. Uh, if you are celebrating on the fifteenth, then you are not number one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> or the thirteenth, for that matter. Or the thirteenth, you are not number one. Um, but that's it. You know, right. L- love each other. Love each other. <sighs> We started we started this episode off talking about love with music soul child. I guess we'll end it with love. Um, so that being said, let's then accept it. Brian, you ready to tap into uh, pockets of joy? Talk about some holistic self care.
Let's do it. Let's do it. You couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. Uh, you could never ever bring me down. Couldn't do it then. Couldn't. All right, we're at a place where we used to call this segment of the episode uh i am my brother's keeper black person self-care well now we're changing it to pockets of joy so i'm not going to say this again next week because at this point now time now you probably should have listened to enough episodes so pockets of joy we're going to talk about what we're going to do that is going to bring us joy or continue to bring us joy and intentional um uh, a time for us to bring ourselves joy so josh what are you planning on doing um so we're in a really interesting time with mm-hmm. you know life with my my wife and her um pray for asha um, mm-hmm. With her aging grandparents, I think this is something yeah. that we all kind of, at some point, will deal with, don't want to deal with our aging grandparents and what that means in terms of, you know, the future life. Um, so definitely just going to be making sure that um, I am being, keeping my keeping my self-care at um, the forefront as I'm mm-hmm. sitting in a very strong support role for my wife as she navigates this time. Um, because mm-hmm. you can get caught up in grief and all that comes with, you know, thinking through um, the possibility of transitions and things like that. So, um, yeah. yeah, just making sure that I am tuned in and making mm-hmm. sure that I'm not getting so caught up. And for for, for Asha, too, I'm consistently encouraging her uh, to make sure that she's focused on, you know, being there and being true to her emotions, but also um, not being so drowned in them that she loses herself and loses her peace around it. Um, mm-hmm. So navigating that interesting space, but, you know, being very honest and open with it as well. So that could yeah. be just, you know, getting lost in movies this week and music and things that really bring me joy to kind of combat everything else um, yeah. that's happening around us. How about you? Uh, well, I have a work trip, but it's actually a good work trip. Okay. Uh, Where you going? I'm going to the, the Bahamas. So. Oh, I'm taking yeah. the fam. Or at least the wife. Uh, wife, um, dropping Birkin. I'm taking. Well, I'm flying tomorrow to drop Birkin off in Virginia. Okay. Uh, well, not tomorrow, but at the time you listen to this episode on Thursday when the episode drops, I will be uh, dropping Brooklyn off with her grandparents in Virginia. Uh, then coming on the pack, and Lauren and I will be in the Bahamas for a couple, well, a few days. Come back, get my daughter. But uh, it's gonna be a time, even though it's work. You know, it's it's a great opportunity for Lauren and I to get away, do some things, hang out real quick, uh, recharge, as you want to say that. Uh, and that's pretty much it. So uh, I think some time away in a in a on an island where black people reside, it would be a great opportunity. <laughs> where the blacks reside, where the blacks reside, where the blacks reside. <laughs> uh, all right. Do we have anything in the PO box? Uh, I believe we do. Let's oh, we have a, a long one too. All right, cool. <laughs> all right, let's get into Pause. it. <laughs> all right. <laughs> All right, we are we are here at the post office box with Rodney Jenkins did what he always does, and that is deliver our letter on time. But before we get into it really quickly, we want to let you know that you two could be featured on the Jigsaw podcast by writing into ask the jigsaw at gmail.com. That is ASK the Jigsaw at gmail.com. We'll do a few things, possibly read your letter out loud, give you a pseudonym because we respect your pronouns and your privacy, and then we're gonna give you the best non-professional therapeutic advice that you can receive on Cicely Tyson's internet. So, Ryan, with that being said, understood and accepted, who do we have in terms of them pronouns, and then what do they want? Well, we actually have a follow-up. Oh, so, from the name home. has already been provided from a person formerly known as, or Frederick Douglass. So, I feel like I vaguely remember yeah. this. Okay. Yeah. So let me read it, and I think you probably, it might refresh your memory. Okay. You don't know Refresh your memory. Puzzle pieces, you probably will remember this. But uh, uh, Frederick says, uh, what's going on, guys? 
uh, I wanted to give you all an update. You originally named me Frederick Douglass, and, and I am the guy whose roommate mentioned me in a threesome I situation with her remember boyfriend. It all. Remember yep. it all. <laughs> and then I confronted her to find out what was going on. Yep. Blase, blase, right? Mm -hmm. Well, here it. Oh, so well, here is what I believe is the finale. All right. We are very flirty. We were very flirty, excuse me, after our conversations. But I can honestly, I can be honest and say we did not take it too far. Tragic. Uh, we did have a full conversation exploring what it would be like, but ultimately decided to chill. Her boyfriend came over shortly after our conversation and everything. And he confronted me again one-on-one. -on -one. He was mad aggressive and I told him, bruh, I don't want any parts of this. But if I wanted to smash a girl, I could have... I could have her and make you watch. Make it, dang, I love that kind of music. Sheesh. Be aggressive. Talk your talk to him, brother. I'm going to read that again, just, just for emphasis. <laughs> he said, bruh, I don't want any parts of this, but if I wanted your, I wanted to smash your girl, I could have, and I will make you watch. That's that's great stuff. Um, He got heated and swung on me. Oh, we got violence. Yes, Lord. Uh, She burst out of the room and tries to break it up in the middle of it. She gets hit. My yes. God. This is, this is, yes, this, Lord. This is what we need. The mess. <laughs> we both rush over to make sure she is good. And when he sees me trying to assist her, he leaves in a rage. She follows him and I don't see her until the next morning. Apparently, they broke up after all of that. And she is blaming me for the entire ordeal. She is asking to break the lease, but we have like seven months left. How should we proceed? Did I do anything wrong? Would love to hear your thoughts, mm. Frederick Douglass. Joshua? Um, quick few things. How would you proceed? Mm. Um, I'm not a fan of breaking leases unless you have the money required mm. to do so, unless it's like something very, very, like, very, 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 like, I mean, very, 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 very toxic. Um, mm. Y'all have already been in an awkward situation since this. I think this came around like, what's this, almost the end of last year when you first wrote in yeah, the first couple of letters or whatever? Um, so this has been going on for a minute. Seven months is a long time, though, to be navigating that le level of awkwardness. So mm -hmm. if you have the financial capacity of breaking your lease, then break it again. Your piece is paramount. So, you know, and it sounds like you don't have it because that's why you're concerned. <laughs> so, mm -hmm. I mean, you really got to think through the financial implications of that. And then you got to put it on her. You won't want to break this lease. You find the money to break it. Like, because mm -hmm. of her name on it, um, whatever financial hardships that come would affect her as well did you do anything mm -hmm. wrong you did kind of hit under the belt by saying you could smash this girl and then make him watch um yeah, that was petty that, that was, was petty me. and you know and he was clearly already mad and there's no giving him a right to swing on you per se but i can kind of see if that's been bubbling up at the same time i don't think we ever got real like confirmation on who wanted you in the threesome was it her or him right because right. i feel like if i remember the other letters correctly I don't think it was a problem with it being a uh, two guys, one girl situation. I think the problem was you. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, we don't still know the root of all of that, but what, right. it, you know, but saying that, you know, triggered his, not only his insecurity, but maybe a level of disrespect. So I can kind of see that. Um, I wouldn't blame you in turn, but you, if you tell me what you did wrong, turning on breaking up, this, this was something that was probably never going to be settled as long as y'all was roommates. Right, because he would probably always gonna feel that type of way every time he saw you, and the fact that he kept bringing it up lets him know, lets me know that it was continuing to bother him. So that was something they should been should have been working out. Um, right. So did you do something wrong in terms of starting to fight? Yes. Um, how would you proceed with breaking the lease? I think I'll protect my peace and figure out how we could 
how we could break the lease. And if I just couldn't afford to do that, then, you know, a deeper conversation about what continuing to live together or having her do it on her own. So she's the one asking for, I think would be my next steps. How about Mm -hmm. you, bro? Um, we give non <laughs> we give non professional advice. Yeah, I'm gonna do the I'm gonna do the complete opposite because okay. I enjoy this mess. Okay, I'm gonna say I say I'm gonna say take the mess even deeper. Um, break her back and she won't break that lease. <laughs> break that back and she would not break that lease. Then I got to just, just just give it to her. You're already here. Invite her back over and say, hey, listen. We all know what started this. My God, let's just let's just do this. My God, let's, let's see what it is. And if you and if it, and if you enjoy it, then it is what it is, yeah, right? You got a roommate forever. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, all this pent up emotions and stuff like that. And it's Valentine's Day coming up. Just go ahead and, and pop that thing. Listen, go ahead, pop it, and then and just you know, ain't no ain't no lease gonna be broken. So I, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna be I'm gonna I'm gonna be I'm gonna be on demon time today. <laughs> Beat that thing up, bro. All right. <laughs> I don't know that I have I don't know that I disagree, but I, I was I was trying to be the mature one. <laughs> my God, Brian said, give us all that to be day ping. Listen, my, my my. Okay, if this was an RB song, this is one of the love songs you don't play <laughs> during your night. Anything uh, you want to a future song. <laughs> future, I love the meme when Future looks in the mirror and says, you're not toxic, they're toxic. They're the problem. <laughs> that right. meme is the best. Anything um, you want to add before we move on? I, I, you know, if you no. got something else to give them, I want to make sure you give all no, I, got I want it. you to give all your toxic advice today, Brian. <laughs> no, that's it. That's all I got. That's all I got for you. Go ahead. While go ahead wearing the noop nail you. My God. Listen. All right. So with that being said, let's <laughs> accept it, Brian. Let's get into uh, a great conversation. All right. All right, we're here at a greater conversation where we get some things off of our chests. I say it all the time. Listen, tomorrow's not promised. Custom out today. Josh, what do you have to get off your chest this week? Ooh, so many things. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. I won't go into the um, the Tyree Nichols stuff with Omega Psi 5 Incorporated. Oh, Jesus. They righted their wrong and finally, you know, sent out the letter and the statement that we all were looking mm. for. So... God bless them. What I do want to do is real quick. I'm not going to call the business out because it is Black History Month, but I patron a black business on Friday for my mm-hmm. health and my wellness. And okay. I had a one hour appointment that lasted three hours. And it wasn't because wow. it was so much service. Most of that was me waiting. Mm. And the only reason you may ask, which well, why did you stay and I leave? Because as a new client, I had to pay for it up front. Because they want, you know, as a new client, they want to like you in because you didn't have a membership and things like that. So I just want to say we have to do. And this is a very successful, very popular business. The services Mm -hmm. that I received were top tier. Um, Mm -hmm. But what I will say in the midst of your popularity, you have to sometimes maybe pause and rethink your operational strategies. And Mm -hmm. so, you know, me waiting three like I missed a business lunch. Mm -hmm. Wow sitting there uh mm. now granted it was with somebody who i'm cool with so i was able to pivot that to this coming friday but yeah. what if it wasn't what if i didn't have a relationship mm-hmm. and now right. i would have left if i didn't have a relationship but my point is is like you know you're compromising my like i'm the beauty about appointments is that you're able to make them based on the schedules and the life that you live and when mm-hmm. that's compromised it's like bruh 
what's going on here. But anyway, I just want to say to black businesses, I'm never going to be the one to say whatever we don't do black businesses today because I don't think that's true. But what I will right. say a situation like this does not help those arguments. Yeah, we have to do better um, with respecting people's time, and we can give them great service. But the customer service and everybody was nice, Brian. They thank me for my, yeah. but thanking me for my patience doesn't give me those other two hours back at all. At all. Mm-mm. Um. So anyway, I'm not gonna go off too bad. I'm not gonna tell y'all the names. or don't even DM me asking. But what I will say, I might tell Brian offline. But what I will okay. say <laughs> is that y'all got to do better, Brian. Yeah. Uh, real quick, um, this is to the Academy. Mm. Harry Styles' album was okay. I heard it. It was it was a decent body of work, but it is Beyonce, it was her Giselle, time. it was her time. Knowles, Carter, it was her time. This was her time, and y'all squandered an amazing opportunity uh, because y'all wanted to give it to somebody who y'all normally give things to, a certain person who doesn't look like us, and who said things will happen like this for people like me. And it literally happens for you every year, every time. And they look just like you every time. Uh, I'm going to leave it at that. Okay. Well, it sounds like we chose semi joy. Maybe next week we'll get real toxic and we'll get real angry. <laughs> um, but until then, we want to thank you all for joining us for another yes. episode of your favorite podcast, the Jigsaw Podcast with your favorite friend in the neighborhood, Casa Negro, Josh and Brian. Yep. Um, yep. We love you all so much. Appreciate your support. Appreciate you for rocking with us during this year, Black History Month. Um, Stay with us on this ride. We got some wonderful things coming up um, that we're hoping to release and to announce. And um, yeah, we wouldn't be any of these great things without you. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Appreciate y'all. Love y'all. Yep. Uh, continue to support. Uh, continue to check out uh, Green Top Gifts, Jigsaw 22. Got to do it today. Yep. Well, not today, but this week, whatever. Uh, follow Josh. I'm Josh Rogers. Follow me. I'm Brian Hare. Follow the Jigsaw Podcast. Check out the website, all the things. We're on every platform you can think of. Listen, subscribe, download, share, all the kind of good things. Five stars, nothing at all. Leave as many comments as you can. Engage on social media. We love to hear from you. We love you. All that kind of great stuff. Josh, before we head out, let the people know what they need to do. Absolutely. All you can do is what you can while you can in the very best ways that you can. But in all of your doing, please, 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 please do not get caught up with your work undone. That's a wrap. Talk to y'all next week. Peace.